You are listening to Thursday Nights, Season 4, Episode 60. Except for the largest of the buildings, which is still thump, 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 as the giant ape, the gargantuan ape, uh, trying to uh, trying to escape. But he has clearly been locked no up in this place for quite a for while, and this is made to hold him and him alone. Bearjaw, sitting on the ground. What is she doing? Yeah, she's like crouched. She's more like in one of those like three position kind of thing. Like like a linebacker? Superhero landing, right? Yeah, like superhero <laughs> landing, kind of just like, you know, supportive. Uh, and uh, it has cast the ritual. She's casting it. Oh, still minutes. catching? Yeah. <sighs> it takes a while. <laughs> takes she's, over a week. she's really in her own head right oh, now. We don't have to right? start from there. Let's just start with the ritual being cast. Thanks. Okay, she has just finished <laughs> the ritual. Alright, um, and then she's going to talk to this um, ape creature. Yeah. Tell me what you're doing. Um, well, she she can she can see it mostly moving. Yeah, Mock is still Mock standing in front of the uh, uh, standing in front of the large door that is normally Poor raised Pellis. by multiple bandits pulling ropes on both sides to lift it up. Mock singularly holding well. it up just about six inches to get a view <laughs> inside. She says you're the, doing great, Mock. The ape again shoving its. Mock, do you need me to? <laughs> The ape shoving its... It's a 10-minute ritual. Come on. It's a 10-minute ritual. The ape shoves its head down to the ground again, snorting out of its nose, and tufts of air shoot out towards uh, Mock's feet. Oh, nice. Mock kicks the door a little bit. No, no, no. Back you, ape. Back you. She's like, no, you're just a little more. I need to be able to see its eyes when I speak to it. It's an ape thing. View it as a challenge. <laughs> no natural what does here? Uh, he did not respond. Uh, like, fine, I did not fine, respond. Then, then, then she tries to like lean her head down real she gets far, real low, down real far down, down there because she she's not lying. Um, and uh, she she says to it in, in ape ish. <laughs> does and, she? And, and did... it's very much a yeah no it's it's like a guttural noising noisy coming out of her. Uh, you know, kind of like a deep, deep kind of grunty, kind of thing. Um, but there's also like hand movements and things like that. There's it's a very physical language, um, and so she's able to communicate uh, pretty well. I mean, the magic really what it does is it supplements the, yeah. the nuance. So you tell me what she's saying. Let's play it out. She says, she says, uh, why are you, why are you in here? Why are they? Why do they keep you here? I am a warrior! Let me out of here or I'll rip off your head! You'll make a compelling argument. <laughs> um, she says, okay, we will let you out. He says, fight me! Okay, 
Okay, but you have to. You have to calm down first, though, so I can get the door open. He slams the walls and says, "I will not be calm. You have caged me. Don't you release me? Don't you want to fight me, though? Just release me from this prison!" And he starts slamming. Amats just hears him slamming the door even don't harder. Don't worry. Don't worry. I got this. I've got this. It's okay. Amats is carrying this huge four-man door. Okay, fine. On his own. Like, he's not really, like, dialed into, like, the innuendo of the smashes. <laughs> the innuendo. <laughs> just wet, just, like, pouring down. Yeah, it's a four-man door. So it's it's too angry. Yeah, the it's bandits were struggling to, to open it, and they failed. Sounds like. Well, just, like, that's what, that's what he said so far. Uh, I can't. I, the door won't work. If you keep doing that, it won't open. I can't open it if you do that. And it, the banging stops for a moment, uh, and you see him slamming the ground. Okay. You can feel the ground just vibrating with slams to the ground. I have calmed him. Slam, slam, slam. He is calm now. Well. I will attempt further communication. The door is not open. I will attempt further communication inside. Just lift a little more. I will. Crawl, I will crawl under. <laughs> and she begins pushing the door with her own strength to get the rest of the way so that she can shimmy under. Baron is not present at this moment. He is wandering through houses looking for evidence that these were actually bandits and also ta- loot. And Scrim is talking to Drustin about the teapot. Oh, so he's focused on that. So then Mock says, Hey, Scrim, Berja's gonna fight this ape on her own, I'm thinking. No, it's Knowing like, exactly totally diplomatic. what side of the bread is buttered for Scrim. Greg, can I get a yes-no die if I hear that? Then you know in your heart you need to not hear it, right? That's how that works. The high wisdom, man. Gives you Scrim different perception where you want to like it Seeing if Dresden can figure out uh, the teapot because it's a fucking teapot <laughs> it's and apparently it's also a prison. Um, and he turns around and says, What?! What? Like he didn't hear? And when he turns around, he sees Bearjaw like, like shimmying towards the door. Underneath well, the door. Underneath the door at this As, point. At this point, are you already partway through? Uh, are like, parts of your body like that are if, grabbable if by the ape, ape on the other side of the door? Why I do believe the answer is yes. Scrim. Is she saying anything to the ape as she's shimmying? She says, I'm, I'm coming in to fight you, don't worry. Now, we can't understand minute. her when she's speaking <laughs> ape, correct? Not unless you intrinsically well, understand her language. Not to the ape, but she can speak both languages. Yeah. Right, right, yes. right, right. So right. I, yeah, I don't speak ape. Uh, it's, the, it's the thing. Uh, <clears throat> Scrim sees the situation and also understands the bigger picture like Mach does, and he doesn't so, and get, I understand the bigger Scrim picture. Scrim doesn't get mad at, at Bear Job. <laughs> Scrim looks at Mock and says, What are you doing? Mock says, uh, uh, Oh, you're gonna stop Berja from going in there and fighting it? <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess you are. That's your job. <laughs> <laughs> when Berja sees inside this place, she sees that this is barely big enough for the ape to be in, and she sees just how big the ape is. This is. This is a huge ape. Its head is the size of oh, Berja's torso. torso. Uh, uh, and it is like. It is like. Just filling up this entire area, and you see, uh, uh, you see, uh, blood and meat just strewn about the ground. Must be how they feed him, and uh, and blood and meat. That's it. That's all that there's in. Why are you so mad? That's the bear jaw died. Actually, uh, you know, so people don't know that. 
Scrim, uh, uh, Scrim <coughs> calls to, to Bearjaw and says, Hey, Bearjaw, do you think that thing will eat the hammer? Uh, Bearjaw doesn't respond. Doesn't respond? I'm keeping an eye on the hammer. I'll be able to fish that out of there. Mark's <laughs> like, yeah, I thought it was just gonna talk to it, but uh, there's no stopping her now. You can't defeat gonna, the language of look body language. Uh, are there any windows or anything that any are there any openings <laughs> that even maybe a aside from the door? Like if he dropped the door, is there anything that something, for example, the size of a beetle or a small creature? Oh, certainly the size of a beetle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Absolutely. He's, so he's uh. The fittings, uh, the, 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 the the fittings of this, the construction of this are of high strength, but uh, like not high air, precision. Airtight container for this monkey. Yeah. <laughs> thick, thick oak, but uh, not well. There's plenty of chinks that, See, to let in the winter glows. Seeing uh, Bear Jaw's feet manage beneath. Wriggle. Tristan is a little concerned, and he kind of jogs over, being he's like, "He's fine. He's fine." Why? Why are we not more concerned about this? Well, what's going on, cousin? Mark says, like, is struggling, goes, Well, if I drop the door, I'll smash her. <laughs> he says, And you gotta uh, uh, make this decision on your own. I thought she was just going to talk to it. Bitch, on like, Right the, now, she's in or out. Yeah. And then the ape shouts, Now we fight! Yeah! <laughs> Roll initiative. Woohoo! Just me. Scream looks like he's Theater preparing mind, to be shall we? Yeah. Oh, six. That's a seven. Ah, uh, he's at 11. That's cool, you go first. Bear. He's going first. That's, that's fair because I literally wriggled under a door. Also, are the rest door. of us rolling initiative too? Uh, only if you're fighting, and uh, that's a no to me right now. You want to be a cheap bugger and throw stuff from outside the cage. Uh, yeah. like, a, is like a metal chair. Is the thing open? <laughs> yeah, absolutely now that like, but as, Ma, as, he, as the fight starts, he says, somebody brought this door up so she can get out. That's a 19. Uh, uh, yeah, that'll, that'll uh, and that's an 18. He is rolling with disadvantage because he does not have enough room. Bearjaw immediately sees this. He's like, he doesn't have the room to throw right. appropriate, you know, punches in here, oh, but he good. just comes in with two huge ape fist fists. Oh, yeah. He just goes, that hits. boom, boom. 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 She says, uh, okay, that's your one. Okay, and her damage uh, for that one is going to be, where's my, no, nope, those were the to hits. Oh, I thought you said 18. I thought you said 19 to hit. I no, no, those were two different hits. I was like, that's a big hit, but okay. Bro. Oh, the hit's gonna be bigger than that. Damn it. Six. Oh, no, maybe not. So that's a 10 on the first hit, and uh, 11, uh, 16 on the second hit. Okay, that's 26. Greg, yeah. I'm gonna ready All a right. spell. Uh, okay, this is a spell. Okay. I've cast. Zero spells. Drusen fell behind, and by the time he came, Drusen, describe it visually. What do we see? Yeah, uh, Drusen uh, kind of sees what's going on and sees Mach shaking, and he takes out the crystal labyrinth that the Smurf Nevin gave him, uh, and he starts getting ready to cast uh, Phantasmal Force the moment uh, Bearjaw falls unconscious. Aw, that's sweet. Thanks for. The vote uh, of right. confidence. I'm gonna spell. Um, I'm just gonna use mold earth, which lets me move a little bit of. You're earth. gonna dig a grave. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, no. Change of plan. I pick some flowers for her funeral. Um, 
He's uh, uh, he's uh, he's dangerous. Gonna mold up to uh, to make um, not like an actual not like stone basically to prop up a bunch of earth on one side. A little mound. That's That's more sensible. So a mound rises up right under Mock's hands, just holding the door at the same height he was, and he releases with like his hands like stuck (laughs) in his missionary, just like. Now bear jump. Okay, I will rage first. All right, your second rage. <laughs> in the yes, same In the same scene. battle. Well, because I stopped technically for 10 minutes That's to true. do the thing, I, I think it makes sense. Um, and then I'm going to throw my hammer at it. Of course you are. You want to throw it? You are, male, you are next to it. It's, it's oh, I can't throw it. You I'm have too close. Disadvantage. You have disadvantage. That's fine. I would, not, yeah. I would not throw it. I thought I... Yeah. You can try to throw it because it does do more damage when you throw it, but it'll be at disadvantage. No, I don't want disadvantage. That's bad. Disadvantage, bad. Okay, so we're going to roll... Um, that is a... What is it with... Oh, no. Now I can't find it. Oh, there it is. Um, plus 10 to hit. Still pretty good. 18? Yeah, 18 will hit. Uh, okay, so that's a 1d8 plus 7. Plus 2 for the rage. 5 plus 7. 14. Uh, no. 14 total plus 9. Oh, okay, I see. Okay, so 14 damage. Alright, 14 um, then damage. I, mm, then I'm gonna attack again. One more time. A second time. That's a 16, 7, I think. I get to add to. You attack twice. Uh, I, haven't, I haven't raged anymore. What? Rage just adds to damage. It's, it's just damage. Yes, just damage. Right damage there. is damage. Thanks, brain. Okay, so 16. 16 to hit, I'll hit. You're going to hit on everything but a 1. Oh! Well, huzzah for that. Um, th- so that's a... It would be pretty hard to miss. Yeah, it's a giant monster. <laughs> um, but maybe he was fast, I don't know. So that's right. a, uh, to a 4 plus 7 is 11. It's going to be a 13. Plus 2. Being in a it's thirteen. Base, yep. So thirteen damage on top of that, Details. and then. Okay. Uh, da, 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 da. When I successfully hit someone with an attack, do I have? Nope. That's for Tavern Brawler. Uh, you and you already used your bonus action to rage. Then I'm Sorry. going to hide. There's, There's no action. space to hide. Here. <laughs> no, it's also a I know. I know. Hide on the side of the wall. We're Give us, give us the description oh, of these Oh, she just blows. goes right in there. I mean, like, she, she like, dives for its legs and then is just going for, like, the, like, meat of, like, the, the thigh, knee area. And just, because she wants to take it down. And when yeah. she can take it down, she can beat it to death. Um, and she's, like, letting out that, that bestial kind of um, rage roar, but it's much more, like, gorilla-esque right now. Can I ask if she's drawing at all on her experience fighting giants in the mountains? Ah, absolutely. I mean, this is like her bread and butter. It's funny how Goliath... Goliath just keep looking for the larger things. The dwarves always thought it was interesting how Goliath... Oh my god! Holy shit! I feel like something just two ones on a disadvantage roll. If only it were an advantage roll, it would be even more impressive. Yeah, that would be. Uh, So critical miss on the second. So the first one is uh, definitely a hit. Spicy. And and everything is divided by half because I am raging. Oh, I forgot to add the pluses last time. Okay, just start doing more damage. Okay. Um, it's a, a magic monkey, though. Resistance. Uh, it's gonna be 14 bludgeoning damage. So yeah, the. So that's a seven. Uh, 
the ape, uh, the ape is also letting out an almost identical sounding just oh, battle yeah. cry constantly. She, you can't tell who's winning. This is going, <laughs> and he punches ah! in and he hits his fist straight onto the hammer of all souls, which the hammer wins that fight. Oh, oh as he then hits in from the side, punching uh, to Bearjaw's thigh. Oh, and, oh uh, it was a 20. Let's say, it's her, let's say it's her head. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, it's not. Look, it was not a 20, not a natural 20. I thought Just you said it was a natural 20. I never said natural 20 or it would be a crit. Oh. Um, you'd take a lot more damage. Bye. So when I say the number, it's it's the roll. Okay. Uh, so it's that was now. his thing. Go for it. Unless anyone else can inject in. Otherwise, oh, it's basically just a roll. I'm going to ready his spell now. After I finish okay, my let's What do you are? That is not a one. Afterwards. All right, I'm just going to pick off this thing's hit points very slowly. Christ. Uh, that's a 10, 12. 12. I pinched it. 12. Aggressive okay. pinching. But give and us a description of the look of it each time you do it, because it's just a roll-off, so you get descriptions oh, um, and rolls. Um, this one, okay, so she did the knee, and then this one just goes down on the foot, like trying oh. to crush the bones of the foot, which are very delicate. Um, and Because she knows the way to take down a giant is you deal with the lower half first. Yeah. Don't mess around up there, that's silly. You go down, and then you go... And uh, she does another same same roll, twenty-seven. Um, and this one, well, what you should just roll the damage with the twenties. Pretty bad. I mean, she's got twenty-three out of sixty-five hit points now. Uh, um, Box says the scrim. Hey, I'm maybe doing it's okay. time for that flask of acid. Four uh, plus seven. Is that another it's thirteen. It's going to be plus nine. Thirteen. So another thirteen. That win has an. How is the monkey monster looking? Oh, he is looking uh, quite well. He's just yelling oh, at his nail on his foot, and he's and he's still just as he uh, two blows come in again. Uh, Scrimcorn, you're writing a spell. Um, for what condition? Uh, I was gonna ready for, but she. I was gonna ready uh, a thorn whip, but um. Can we see her? We can hear this stuff. Anyone the door's raised six inches up. That's what you can, can see. Like the feet. Okay, so he's not a lot of light there. in there, but um, but uh, but Bearjaw has been pretty beaten up. Like, I mean, she, she was is already just beaten yelling. up when she ran in there. Is the Bearjaw vi- verbally expressing any sort of no. uh, thing? Then no, she's she's just and yelling about a rage, and that's what you hear. I am readying a thorn whip for when you stop hearing which about has a rage. Pull. Oh. Effect to it. Uh, ready, uh, thermal whip against uh, Bearjaw if she uh, if she drops under the six if, inch if, gap. If the um, ah! if, if her battle cry stops. <laughs> if her battle when her battle cry stops That's is your fair. ready trigger. That's fair. The uh, the ape. Let's two more blows. Ooh, that one might actually not hit. It's going to be a thirteen. That does not hit. Um, and his uh, second punch is going to be a oh. fourteen. Oh, it also does not hit. Whoa. All right, nice. two blows come in. How? Why, how? Why do these not hit? Um, because she's right under him. Ah. She's right under him. He's like uh, giant uh, fighting uh, tactics. Uh, you know, you stay, you stay right and in the net. He doesn't have, right he doesn't have ground. He's right behind the balls. He doesn't have ground to 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 move back and get a good uh, get a good spot. He's like he pushes. He naturally, instinctually, like leaps backwards to make room and just slams into the wall and then just tries to punch and hits the ground. Roll it. Roll your damage and, and twenty together. Oh. Is it- is this a freestanding cage like, all around? Or no, is it's like, like a, a building. Y- uh, yes, uh, but solid walls, not uh, okay, We can only see just the bottom six. We're just hearing. Or no. Okay. 16. It's actually like a barn. Or yeah, your TV's messed up. You're just listening to fights. Okay. You're like. Six, 16. I was thinking like a dog. Look at 15. If you roll a 6, I rolled a 6. And then a 7. So 6 plus 9 is 15. 
I'm sorry, where's the nine coming from? Seven plus you, two. Nine is your damage plus, so it's plus seven plus two. So fifteen. That's fifteen. Yeah, you said sixteen. Oh, so it's fifteen. Sorry, I missed. No one. problem. Uh, I thought all right. I said the number that it is. Anyway, it doesn't really matter. And then again. Because she's just attacking, attacking, attacking. Oh, no, there's the but one! It's fair. Oh. It's fair because it's also a two damage, so not not strong. What happens here? And uh, she she uh she over she over uh, she over aims, and it just is uh, not. It's not there. It's not there. It's like she expected there to be uh, flesh there, but the thing is fluffier than she expected. <laughs> and she whiffs. She whiffs. There's Darth. also there's a little bit of thing that she's adjusting <laughs> to, which is the ape. The normal strategies he'd be using would be this moving back. This what a large creature would do, but because he can't, he's forced. In a small he's forced to do things that are unusual, that are uncomfortable for him, but are also unpredictable to his opponent because this is just yeah. not a normal situation to be fighting in. So, yeah. so he keeps making unexpected moves both to himself, which is a liability, yeah, but for you, which is a slight liability. Usually, I'm when you fight like, a giant, like a zoo cage, like... but like an old school one when they weren't like concerned about the happiness of the animals. <laughs> the animals. Technical question. Yeah. Yes. Hammer also, uh, Hammer of All Souls, is it a Warhammer? Uh, yes. It is, uh, it yeah. is a Warhammer. Uh, that has a versatile property. If you use it two-handed, you can roll a d10. That's correct. Uh, oh, that's right. That's but okay. then I'd have to lose my... Uh, or yeah, if you throw it, she uses a shield. Okay. Yeah. You yeah. will get disadvantage, but since you can only miss on a one, it might be worth it. For the uh, extra damage. You monster. You can just with, say with a shield, though? No. No, no, that's for throwing, but just straight throwing. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. She can yeah, throw yeah, it, because yeah, yeah. it does the extra doesn't, hammer damage. doesn't hurt too bad. It's completely true. So 17 is the next to hit. That's going to hit. Okay, okay, and the next one is going to be a 19. I mean, it doesn't make it hard to hit. It doh- rage? No, rage does not no, have defense. Okay. Yeah, it halves your damage, which you've been doing, right? Yeah, your resistance. Yeah. He hasn't hit me in a while, so... Uh, well, here you go. Oh, no. That is a... 24 plus. I'm down. Six, oh. Hang on, that's 30. That's 30. Oh, 30, 15. Make sure you have okay. it. Yeah. Uh, eight, I cast eight, oh, eight hit points. Why? Eight hit points. She's not, she is not down. She does oh. not. I thought I was. However, this next one is going to be 10, for the 14. Uh, so it's going to be 7. Well, I mean, so 14 damage coming to you. I am going to restore Stone's Endurance. That's the like, Goliath. And you just eat a punch. We'll just eat a punch. We'll see how we do. Uh, so it's a 1d12 plus 3. 2. Oh, you should have done it on the super high one. Thanks. Uh, actually, no, it didn't waste it. So that's a minus 5 on that 7 coming at you. So uh, minus 5 on the 7. And two net. 2. 2. Try calculate. Are you still up? Yes. Yeah. Or, oh, she's still no, up. No, I'm down to 2, right? Barely. No, no, you're good. You're no, good. You're oh, up. I'm down yeah. 2. You were at 6 hit points. Oh, wait. And that's like... I, I yeah, need like that. I need yeah, to that aid. is like she falls on her on her ass is what happens, and it's just like that you see stars, and in the stars she sees every possible universe in which she loses because of this, and she loses because of this, and there's like all these different versions, and then she just sees like all her friends like looking at her like, <laughs> and that's the one that just makes her. Like her adrenaline spikes, and what would have normally taken her down is just like pure pride keeps her alive at this point. Pure pride. Conscious. Uh, Conscious. Yeah. Well, I mean, she doesn't die at zero. She doesn't die at zero. But you know, she'd die inside. In the fight, yeah. She'd die inside. Well, that's basically what I'm curious to ask. Like, 
here on the ropes with a. With no, it's what, good. It's a, this is, is the best as it's is ever been. Objectively, or what is what is seeming like an insurmountable fight? Like, what's Bearjaw's state of mind here? Is this she, is great. Is she doubling down? She's, oh, well, absolutely is she, doubling like, down. You, you never half-ass mean it. anything to her? Is it just like? It means it means she's alive. It means that she's not doing as well as she should be. Uh, she must try harder. Yeah, she must try hard. But I mean, if, <clears throat> if you don't take any damage at all, it probably means you weren't trying hard enough. Yeah. All right, roll. So, roll Bear Jaw's turn. Let's keep going here. Um. Okay. So I mean, I could attempt to grapple. This guy's huge. I don't can't attack you. I I don't think it's a good idea. I mean, it's cinematically really cool, but I like Sam's suggestion of just going to throwing point blank shot. Oh, that was was Kevin. I I think I think that is the thing to do at this point. Yeah, right. To change, you gotta change your method. John Henry was a steel driver, and my tens. Where are my tens? No, you're not gonna do tens. Why would you? Because there's no ten involved in throwing it. You told me to roll damage and the twenty at the same time. Your damage is like, D8, same as it has No, it is D10. <laughs> it's D10. Go tell Dale. Right there. So that's if you're wielding it two-handed, which you aren't because you use a shield. What you need is a D8 <laughs> for the damage I... and the extra... You get something, though, from... Yes, right there. Oh, an extra, extra D8. D8. Two D8. That's wow. what If the target is a giant, it's extra 2 D8. So it's, it's not technically a giant. Yeah, so, so it's not. So it's 1 D8. Okay, so two of these and two of these. That's correct. Okay, thank you for helping me through that. No problem, and it's going to be the lower of the... Take your last seat. Uh, okay, got so it. that's go. a 6 wow, and a 6. Even a 20, even um, on a disadvantage. Now, I believe you don't add the bonus for both, right? Oh, it's just the yeah, It's 2d8 plus uh, now 9. 2d8 plus 9, so this is uh, 12 plus 9 is... Oh, 21. From the 21 damage. 21 damage. Let's do it again. Oh yeah, you get to do it twice. Don't forget to give us what it looks like. Oh, just a oh one it's a six. two, but that's still that's hits. Not a wow, one. amazing! Not a one. Um, okay, so that's a seven plus nine, which is um, an sixteen. Sixteen. So, so couple oh, notes. So good. Creature that drops unconscious. Unconscious. Uh, if you attack a creature that's unconscious, you have advantage. Yep. And uh, any all this hit? talk about unconsciousness. Yeah. Who's yeah. Any hit is two, two death strikes. That's how and I die. Yeah, that's yeah. how I died. Just making sure. Well, that's why I remember from when Drewston died. We have paramedics on team. All right, so what, what does that look like? We didn't, we didn't get your turn. Um, well, like, a, this she the first throws time throwing it. it. So she's throwing it, actually, um, this is a really weird maneuver. Um, she's not throwing it directly at the ape. She's throwing it over its shoulder, knowing it will return to her. So she's like lightly chucking it up and then huh. using the and then the it, and then it hits him on the back of the head. That's pretty amazing. Uh, and then she does that twice because the thing just doesn't learn. The ape swivels <laughs> its head around like, like there's another combatant in here. <laughs> Let's have an extra loud uh, thing. Its elbow bangs against the side of the building as you all are watching and seeing this building shake, shake and, and the shatter. battle cries are just equally loud and fierce on each side. It oh, seems like. That that's going to be an 18. Oh. Yeah, that'll hit. Oh, that's a lot. Uh, 14 <laughs> plus yeah. 6 is 20. 20 bludgeoning damage coming Ooh. at you. Okay, minus 10. Uh, I think by this time, Baron has come back, because this has been going on for a few oh, rounds It now. doesn't tell me if it's a minus. Like, no, 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 there is no such thing as negative. This is your state now. 
So it now says failure, success, yeah, you're like, death, so death saving throws. So, visually, hang on. So, uh, the ape, uh, uh, after getting distracted and slamming its elbow, it just uh, looks at Bearjaw as Bear as the hammer flies back into her hand. Yeah, Presumably, she's all some sort up. of, I guess, not a smile on her face, just a just she's rage. A, she's she's just yelling, uh, and, but like it's uh, happy rage, you know. And it's like, it, yeah. he just punches straight forward, just comes right at her, no nuance to it. Slams right into her chest, throwing her against the oh, yeah, uh, throwing her against the door, which rattles again, and then Bearjaw just falls slumped, and you see her whole body thunk on the ground like a rag doll. And the shouting like a really from Bearjaw big rag stops. Dog. I think, uh, it's just a thud. I cast silent. phantasmal force. What does that do? Uh, it creates the illusion in its mind that it thinks it's totally real. It gets an intelligence saving throw, which nice. it gets a seven on. Because you're giving him the port. That means the total result is a five. I figured, <laughs> but I didn't want to even give it a chance. Oh, that's kind of you. Uh, so it's not a smart eight. No. Now this is a huge creature, and the illusion can only be within ten feet of space. So I needed to pick something that would enrage it a lot to ignore Bear John. So what happens is it hears another Goliath say. You would think there's just one Goliath here. You have to defeat both can, of us. Can you make a Goliath speak oh. in ape? It it is making the Goliath speak in ape. Aha. Uh, fair. It's in, fair. It's uh, mine. It's in its mind. Yes. In its mind, it believes another Goliath is jumping from some rafters above on its neck and grappling its head from behind. Uh, so what is it? What, is, what do you, your friends see Drusen do? Uh, so Drusen spins the uh, the the Subverf Neblin little crystal okay. thing, and these rainbow shards go out and start kind of fluttering together and actually going into the room itself. And he's like really focusing on like twisting it in certain ways, being like, "Oh, we get that." Gotta get it right. Gotta get it right. And kind of channeling magic through it. And Are you, you sitting inside? Are you crouched down yeah. on the ground? Okay. Yeah. And uh, on his belly. And you hear the ape let out an even louder, just and start slamming like against the ceiling and walls as the whole thing just starts shaking even more. You see the foundation of this the, uh, of this building lift up uh, uh, just yeah. slightly. You can see where the door was is now like slipped on the mound just slightly as the whole building has moved uh, can, uh, a couple can centimeters. Check on the structural integrity of that when you get a chance. <laughs> Scrimcorns uh, also has a ready so Scrimcorn, but, but reviewing the rules there for a second, um, that uh, a hit on, oh, this, no. this would be a damaging hit on Bear Jaw. Yeah. So, yes. so it would be two failures. So before Scrim lets it loose. You had said that uh, Bear Job, that uh, Baron would have come over because it'd been gone yeah. for a few rounds. <laughs> so he says, <clears throat> and it's crit. Kirk, you ready for a heal? Uh, <laughs> all right. Okay. <laughs> Dude, Why? Why? What's wrong, about. guys? He needs to heal. Before she, she fails. Before she fails. <laughs> before her round goes and she potentially fails. A death saving throw, which would kill her. So, <laughs> I'm going to give her two I think fails. He stabilize people as a as a cantrip too. Yeah. Okay, there you go. Just, just. Hey, he doesn't care how many hit points you throw out. Or just, yeah, it's a timing thing, not a. I don't need someone saying the Excuse last me. thing that happened to Bearjaw was. That's fine. Yeah. Scrim this is in the moment. Scrim said, "Are you ready to heal? What's Scrim doing?" <laughs> he lets loose the vine whip at a really awkward angle, and uh, then attacks under the door. 
his trusted ally. He's got half cover. Is it an attack roll? Um, it, there is an attack roll. What's the attack roll? Um, it is... Let me do that. Um, it's a plus six. You have advantage, but she's unconscious. Um, yes. Uh, does is does cover come into play at all in this? Is there uh, no, a numerical just, uh, or just advantage or anything? No. One one. That's a critical. That is a 20. Critical failure. <laughs> Roll the critical damage. Critical attacks count for two failures. <laughs> they always, but it's always a critical. That's true. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, critical no matter what. Yeah, oh, as long as they're within five feet. feet roll it, it was an auto crit. It it's just crit. does two saving throws. Oh, yeah. Does it do? Uh, you technically roll damage because if it does 50% of their uh, max hit points, it kills them. Oh, really? That's, that's for massive Fortunately, No, 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 not 50%. It has to do their entire, their entire amount, amount. Which is impossible. I thought you just rolled your dice so hard you broke it. <laughs> well, you got five and three months. There we go. Pretty so, good. a normal critical would have gone around someone's failures neck. on your character sheet. Would have gone around someone's neck, but this went around like a nice meaty ankle, kind of like a calf. Just a nice, like, I have meaty ankles. Of, and then oh, a monkey master. jumps out of the trees and grabs Baron around the neck. <laughs> Not really, though. No. Uh, Baron. It's how your face goes. So, yeah, give us the description. Uh, so he wraps around a nice uh, meaty, meaty calf and yanks. Uh, you pay longer. Um, lo- if the creature is large or smaller, you pull the creature up to ten feet closer to you. So it doesn't. She doesn't come that far large. out of the door, but about about <laughs> five feet <laughs> out of the door. Uh, yeah, right, right next to it. And it, it, it does like a, there's a dusty, dusty ground. So it's like with the yank, it's just a lot of just. She's just filthy on one side. Is just the full drag across the barren, barren dirt. Uh, seeing her lifeless and really fucked up, looking really body by blood. now. Oh yeah, it's blood. That bad. Just I'm good. I'm good. Bloods and cuts and everything. She's been, uh, she's been bludgeoned to near death. Um, he reaches down and uh, Morden. Uh, Give the preserve the breath of life to my in my ally. <laughs> to my unwise. So spare the dying. Uh, Berja is stabilized. I love that you're not bringing her back. What does that mean? Food. Oh, you're just stabilizing. You're not healing. Just her. stabilizing her. She's <laughs> more manageable this way. Aggressive, aggressive heal. We should mark it on the map in case we ever need to subdue her in any way. <laughs> hey, it's that ape again. Hey, what rematch? Do we let that stand? In his comatose state. All right, Bear Jaw, you get a. I think you still get to roll death saving throw to, to a chance yeah. of popping up. How, what is, how does stabilization Ooh, is, work? Is that only for the edition? I don't know if there's a pop up. Uh, stabilize? There's a. I think you just don't roll anymore. Oh, there might not be a pop up. I, I thought that was only fourth. I don't know. Death I saving throw. Not like I'd roll a 20. If no, if you roll a twenty on the d twenty, you regain a hit point. Ooh, unlikely. Give it, give it a stable creature doesn't make death saving throws. Yep. All right. Uh, so I don't. Okay. Stable, Easy. but it does remain unconscious. <laughs> For how long? She is contained. Uh, a stable creature like that this? isn't healed regains one hit point after one d four hours. One d four. All the one d four, Bear Jaw. Or should it be later? How many yeah, hours? One. Oh, <laughs> All right. <laughs> not surprised. All right. 
The eight is going eight shit, shit. Yeah. <laughs> in its uh, uh, in its cage, uh, uh, swinging around at this illusory uh, this illusory Goliath. I yes. see, as soon as Bear does that, Mother like <coughs> takes out the, the the dirt that's holding yeah. the gate up. Yeah, like yeah, he just yeah he, he just digs smashes right it up. and digs it right up real quick, and the gate slams back down. But that and oh, you yeah. lose line of effect when that happens. I don't think you can maintain the. It's uh, the monkey's uh, <laughs> Let me see this concentration. I'll look that up. At any rate, it stops eventually. Yeah, he gets a save at the end of each round. Okay, so he's, he's still just thrashing but around. But he also takes 1d6 psychic damage at the end of each round. Cool. Well, just 1d6? Yep. It's not terribly, In an hour, he will not be terribly dead. worth rolling based on his remaining yeah. hit points. Uh, let's play it out. What's going on here? Uh, yeah, then Mox just wants to look at the integrity of the structure. Like, is it going to hold, or is it, like, being compromised? And This structure is slowly being compromised. Um, oh, you get if, I, if I know, okay. Well, then I, I definitely am going to. It's, it's not a stone structure, but no. I'm definitely going to add my proficiency bonus given yeah. my. So three. That's a ten. Take a ten. All right. Uh, you can tell that the structure has like there are bits of the fittings that are like bent. Uh, this yeah. is probably. The, the ape doesn't go ape shit when it's just being held no. in there. Maybe when it was first put in, but they're He's probably like aroused. yeah. So this is this is an unusual it's amount of rage thing. being expressed against the thing. He's a dumb animal too, and it doesn't work for a bit. He probably stopped before and didn't try it much again, right? So this is different, and clearly, clearly this could eventually uh, this could eventually break. But it's got a while. And Greg, no save at the end of the round. He and that's has if it's to got- do his. Investigation check, successful investigation check to know that it's an illusion. And it lasts do you have for to maintain line of sight? No, nope, just concentration. How long does it last? One minute. So he could take 10d6 psychic damage. Roll 10d6. Yes. Uh, yes. And Mog just says, Oh, yeah, this, uh, this here prison is coming apart at the seams. We should decide whether we're hanging around or whether we should reinforce it in the meantime. Uh, I'd feel better if this thing wasn't a threat to any poor passerby who gets caught in this wrath. Well, then we should kill it. Aye. Uh, give me an inch. Uh, by the door. Take a mile. I don't think I need... Let me see. Are you gonna just fireball in there? No, I was gonna cast a flaming sphere, because that's ah. also concentration, and just sits there and burns it for a while. <laughs> poor thing. It's being choked by an imaginary yeah. Goliath. So what does the group see? Just flames sort of like licking out of the, the thing just barely. You guys have seen well, the flaming yeah, sphere before. I mean, Mach will definitely do a bear size unless anyone else objects. Nope. Uh, yeah. as, long as, you, as long as you still got a, got a couple breaths left for, you got uh, a bitch. for the next fight. I did it! For the sprite that we're going to get. All right. Are we doing that today? <laughs> well, we got <laughs> we got sixty minutes. <laughs> Mark says we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. <laughs> All right. Uh, he coining the gets turn. an eyeball and generates a Morden. Grant me a ever burning ember from your divine forge as a five foot ball of just fire uh, generates right under the uh, oh, 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 the, the oh. ape. Uh, and just sits there and starts burning. It doesn't take long. 
uh, with your with your burning fire. It is just two d six. It is just shouting. What, how much damage did your illusionary thing do? Twenty two. Twenty two. All right. So I mean, it was getting angrier and angrier because it's taking damage from the things. It's like slamming, and more of the fittings are like starting to bend a bit. Also, as you guys look around while this is happening, like. These buildings are burning down to a crisp. The yeah. forest is way too wet, way too snowy to, for, for a fire to spread oh, yeah. here, I assume. And, uh, but, uh, but the buildings themselves, like some of them are just burning down to nothing but ash. Uh, but it's not spreading to all of them. There's not a lot of, not a lot of uh, environment here for fire to easily jump. But now there's fire inside this one, and before long, the structure itself, flames start pouring up from all over the place as uh, uh, as the ape and the structure uh, burn and the shouts of rage from inside start dying down more and more and then eventually you're a thunk, thunk, thunk. and you just hear flames. Oh, as Rudy, he'll kill the beast. <laughs> good, uh, was... Baron, Baron, Baron make sure he's good dead. You mean he burns him for a while longer? The spear stays for another couple minutes. <laughs> well, I mean, he can. It's it's uh, it's, it's concentration so for. Eh, I think it's a minute. It's probably just a minute. I think so. Uh, yeah, one minute. So. Yeah. It's. Uh, I'll do another one if need be. <laughs> no, no, it's done. It's dead. It's very dead. Can I ask a quick question? Why were you fighting this ape in the first place? Because Bear Joe That's a great did. question. Just, just cut. Why did they climb Mount Everest? <laughs> okay, I just wanted to make sure, just making sure I didn't miss something. Not to die, but to live! <laughs> this was a bandit camp. This, they tried to release this in the fight, but they killed the bandits before they were able to release They assumed bandits. And then Bear Joe said, Fuck that! I want to find out what that Why'd was. Why'd you stop that? Yeah. yeah. That was um, that was a terrible idea. I need to fight that guy. Actually, after things like that, screams us. That fight would have gone. The previous fight would have gone very differently if they had gotten those. They had gotten the door up. I. Why? Good. Good action. <laughs> the door. All involved. I, I personally feel very good that Berja didn't ask us to go in and fight the beast with her. I really thought she was gonna grab me by the ankle and drag me in the in that fun house alongside. I wanted no part of that. She might next time, based on how things went. Hey, you're not reassuring me to any degree that I scream. How's Aurora reacting? Yeah. We look over at Aurora. Just saw her. So as you're like looking at Aurora, she's she's got her sword back in back in its sheath. And she's still just like looking at the building, and, and then she looks around and says, sh- 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 "Shouldn't we get the loot?" The loot. Says the, the loot, the treasure from yeah, the just, fight. Just, do, were you expecting? I don't expect the apas anything. A treasure chest. No, no, no. She's looking at all the all the other yeah. the, the remaining buildings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that's a lot. Baron was wandering around a bit before he came over. Did he? He was mostly looking for evidence that these were bandits. I thought, yeah, that's you said mostly that, <laughs> but then also that. I thought you came. This fight lasted seconds. Like says, it was I, like I four or five rounds before I came over. Thanks. Uh, yeah. So thirty seconds. So forty-five seconds. <laughs> okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. Let's. Uh, you, let's you did look. You did search some ten minutes to cast the like thing, but this fight happened pretty quick. The, the place is not searched. Let's see who these people were and what they have beyond the. Uh, the uh, tea kettle here that Scrims mustered up. <clears throat> Sounds good to me. Can you figure out how this thing works? Yeah, do I get a tingly sense of magic from this? Uh, heavy. 
Oh, the the, the, the teapot. The teapot. Yes, no, it's obviously magic because okay. that's yeah. scrim corn here. So yeah, yeah. you can tell, I'll, and I'll, it is uh, it is whatever this is. It is powerful magic. Just immediately when you go yeah. take a look at it, and I'll, it is a teapot. Uh, it is a porcelain. Teapot. Oh, it's a porcelain teapot. Wow. Okay. Wait, what's a teapot normally made out of? Porcelain. Well, they can't be metal. No, no, they can't no, be metal. I was thinking of like a oh, yeah. black metal. No, no, no. This one, it like it lo- appears to be porcelain. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so he'll fancy. He'll find a spot that has not been burned uh, and is not covered in mud, blood, or soot, and he'll. You have to go about hundred yards that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. He wanders back to where he was hiding before, and he settles down and. Uh, Yes. Uses the identify ritual. All right. So Justin is uh, sitting down with the teapot that's to try to understand then it. Fifty minutes until Bear John wakes up. Fifty minutes. You just have a countdown Let's wake timer. Wake up now. I mean, <laughs> are we gonna get Bear job? Uh, the, the big risk was that she heads back in there, and I think that's been all pretty much solved. She says, I'm a little bit nervous about her. Demeanor once she gets up. <laughs> Why, that's an issue, but now or later it's the same thing, and I don't want to carry her pack for the next 50 minutes. I'll give you 10 gold if you wear a monkey mask and then wake her up. <laughs> no deal, Brewston. Justin cast delusion! What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you Scrim, uh, Scrim will, uh, administer. Uh, First he's doing that. He's, he's got the tea kettle. Uh, he will administer a good berry. <laughs> All right. Bear John, your eyes shoot open with one hit point. They shoot open like this. <laughs> easy, easy. Yeah, well, you don't eyes, have your strength back yet. Your eyes, they can barely shoot open because they're all swollen. Okay, so I guess I fail. <laughs> no, you do the heal. Heal for one. Go what back in there. <laughs> and just heal one. Yeah, plus. Pink. Quick mechanical question. If it's like fourth edition, do you keep what the two? Yeah, you should. You should have unchecked those. I don't no, know. I think they were the set for combat. Oh. oh. Well, I like that which is it, Greg? I'll make a note if <laughs> I need to. That you keep your death saving throws until like, oh, a long yeah, rest. Oh no. so yeah, If you go down again, you're on though. the edge. All right. Okay. So as you wake up, she wakes up. Um, yeah, and she's uh, she's got like on the tail end of a scream, you know. <laughs> like, ah! Oh, they actually reset when you become stable. Oh. Yeah, that's what so I it's even more generous. Really yeah. So if you that's get two generous. failures and so you get stabilized, then you unstabilize, which can't happen. Mm. You are re- you get you, in the you get some breathing room. That's quite a torture. Yeah. Wake up. Wake up. All right. So yeah, there you go. You are uh, you are up and, and swollen. Mm. <laughs> up and swollen. <laughs> yeah, right. she's definitely like got a big like. Shiner on, on at least one like, eye. That's all of her face. All her face one is eye. a shiner. Yeah, that's fair. That's a fair way to look at it. <laughs> a reverse fists were like this big. Yeah. yeah, that's very exciting. I mean, she I mean, should. If its torso was as big as its head, I'm looking at my fist compared to my head. Yeah, that's a big thing that hit her. Yeah. <laughs> her eyes are slightly, slightly diverged. Um. And she's like, did I get him? Oh, he lost it. That was a, bra- a brave fight. Who said that? And a fool hardy has ever moved to battle an ape of that size. Yeah, yeah, but I got him. No, not even close. You weren't he, there. I, I was. Who was talking? Scrimgorn pulled you out Scrim after he knocked you on, knocked your wits that's, out your head. That's not what I remember. And then we burned it to death. 
And she's just speaking in dwarven for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> it was real. It was real close. It was real good. I did it was good. Real close. I did like, good. It really wasn't. It burned for quite a while. Yes, it probably its corpse <laughs> did burn for a long time. No, it, it was making noises. Yes, yes. I hear what you are saying inside. Yes. Fat burning. It's future corpse. Well, better job. I hope you had your fun, but uh, yes, that was good. That was good. Ow, it hurts though. Uh, we'll uh, we'll patch you up uh, back at back at uh, <laughs> Silvery Moon, or I think I, I lost a tooth. Look, look. Well, oh, you don't want to add that to the collection, I would imagine. Dristan, as you are in the woods, Dristan, <laughs> uh, it, it Drist- will take again. Dristan stepped away from the the camp a little bit to a place where he's not as at risk of uh, burning to death, <laughs> and um, he's starting his identify ritual when a deer bounds right by you. Oh, that's and it bounds right into camp, up to the fires. And stops in the camp and looks at each of you. That is. I'll take it. Great. I can do it. I have Lock one hit point. I'll be okay. Lock thinks about good berries for dinner and he goes. <laughs> the, the deer's way. mouth opens and you hear it say, Oh man, you guys did it. <laughs> I'm dead now. Does it sound familiar? It's speaking in common. I mean, does it sound like a voice of someone we've heard before? No. Do just I like, know you? He says, Oh no, you don't know me. I'm just a deer. <laughs> He says, uh, Balano sent me. He says, man, she didn't think you were going to do this, but you burned the place down. Did you kill the ape? And yes, it, like, leans I its did. head down and, like, looks at the... Uh, I did, Tommy And then it looks up at the, the, burning, uh, the burning barn. Balano sent you. Hey, yes, we killed the ape. We got the teapot. She really thought you were going to die, but, she, uh, but she's really happy that you didn't. Great. He says, well, anyway, I'm just here to tell you what to do next, because she didn't really give you a lot of details. <laughs> nope. That's correct. He says, you got the teapot, right? I saw a little guy out in the forest holding it. Little guy? Feet are just sitting on a log. With the lop ear. <laughs> I saw your rabbit friend. He says, yeah, so you're going to take that teapot, and you're going to take it over to the Sea of Tempests, or the, the, the Tempest Lake, rather, out in Tempest something. We don't really have a name for it among the uh, uh, the forest animals other than the deadly place. We don't go there. It's real dangerous. I I wouldn't go there if I were you. I think you guys are kind of idiots, but uh, I guess that's where you're going to be going. What did that deer call me? Stumbles to her feet. In the teapot. So, uh, (laughs) yeah, you get it now. I'm glad. Yeah, classic Silvery Moon turn of phrase. Uh, with not without her uh, humor there. And, uh, so anyway, you're gonna head on over there and you're gonna capture that little spirit. Yeah, uh, right. Is there any time limit on that, uh, their uh, quest? Uh, Balanos is just working on the ship and we've gotta do this, but we may take some time to recover from our substantial injuries that we've incurred. It was so easy. It had to. He looks around and says, to make it better. Yeah, I don't care. I'm a deer. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> uh, all like right, deer. deer. Sounds like you don't know anything about it and not much in general. The fact that she sent me to give you this update probably means that she expects you to go right away. Otherwise, wouldn't she just tell you when you came back to her town or something like that? I, 
I don't know. I don't know. I'm just really a deer. Work, we kind of do what we want, so she can't really make that assumption. But all right, dear, we can debate this all day if you really want. He says, "Oh, we're in the same ba- uh, we're in the same bag here because I don't uh, work for her either." <laughs> yeah. We got a good relationship. She treats us well. Sometimes she drops off all little treats for us, carrots well, and stuff. Do you have any carrots? Like carrots? Do you guys have carrots? Do you have carrots? He said, uh, <laughs> I, I smell some berries over here. <laughs> some gooseberries? Maybe we could muster something up, dear. What exactly is uh, your organization that you pertain to? Are there other animals who could provide a similar service for a price? This is, other uh, animals? I'm not really sure I understand your question, dude. A bounder just speaks to me in my head and tells me what to do, and I do what she says because she gives me treats. Oh, I can't really speak in the heads like that. Man. <laughs> Does seem useful though to be able to send a deer on your errands when uh, appropriate. I guess is that an unusual thing? I don't know. I'm just a deer. I'm just a deer. I don't speak into other animals' heads. Oh. <coughs> Food for thought for me. Sorry about the carrots. So you got nothing then. All right. So anyway, have fun with the uh, with Death d- d- Death Lake. <laughs> That's what we call it out in the forest. Death Lake. Uh, until so if you go to that lake, you'll die. By the way, all of us die. We all know not to go there. We all. Die. Only we the all idiots die. go there. <laughs> Only all the right. idiots. All right. So I'm gonna take off then. If, uh, if that's all, I think I've served my duty here. I think I'll earn myself a carrot. Alright, here I go! Stay fresh, cheese bags! And he bounds off. What? I'm not gonna shoot the game. Goodbye, dear! I'm not gonna shoot. I'm not gonna shoot. Whatever, what what is uh, the. What's the guy then? I'm not gonna shoot Triumph the Deer. Triumph the Deer? Triumph the Insulting Deer will live because it's a ballast thing. It's Bambi's dad. I mean, you can't. One of Bowser's lines is like, yeah, and the deer's out of sight. my deer that I weirdly care about, and no, I'm not making you shit. Yes. All right, oh, I hate talking animals. <laughs> Baron uh, goes to one of the less burning buildings and uh, is looking for. Fully burnt. He was looking for confirmation that one that these are bandits, which. Is it pretty clear that these are obviously bandits? The way they're the dressed, deer and they told have, us they were bandits. Yeah. Uh, what would be obvious to Baron that says that is obviously a bandit based on its clothing? Black market goods. Uh, like a top. lot of kind of a clothing style, like I don't know, poorly dressed humans. <laughs> so yeah, yes. one of them. They were so, poor. So they were poor. <laughs> yeah. A lot of weapons, as though for oh, banditry. Yeah. Uh, uh, yes, plenty of weapons in this camp. Uh, uh, shackles. Inside, shackles for, for inside the uh, inside evidence the of are, lots of stolen goods, and it's lots of different kinds. You know, it's uh, small daggers, large daggers of different makes of different uh, of different cities. It's a hodgepodge. These are definitely you know things that you would associate more with bandits or poor people. And um, <laughs> but uh, either. But Uh-oh. yes. So, and um, as you dig around, give a perception check. Who's, who's searching? Not Baron. I'm identifying. Mm-mm. Holy. Well, Baron, give, give a perception check for whoever's searching. Mock will search for loot with Aurora. He's not concerned about who they really were. Scrim's going to investigate that monkey. I mean, if I got, he comes across it, he's loot while he's looking. <laughs> they can't use it anymore. I got the impression it was more of the same. Baron's really looking for a cache of loot that might communicate that, that must be stolen. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, like, somebody indicate that they're bandits. Bandits, if they're bad people, it's going to be like heads on So, spikes, 10 is the roll, uh, 17 is the passive. Uh, okay, we got a 19. All right, yeah. 
So as you uh, as you dig through this area, you do finally uh, yeah you find various different personal effects. There's coinage, uh, uh, various loose coinage that you find of all sorts of different denominations. Although it's um, definitely mostly the coinage uh, used around Silvery Moon and the and the local dwarven holds uh, as in the area. So it's just kind of a, a, a hodgepodge, nothing uh, uh, terribly damning yet. Um, but uh, then you find a little hidden cache in uh, uh, in the floor. Classic. Hide your loot in the floorboards uh, as uh, it's uh, oil vein and baron both sort of spotted at the same time. Like take a look at each other, go to, like move this thing, and sure enough, there's a chest under there. Sweet. Of loot. And uh, hang on, I'm looking for the treasure. We're gonna roll on the treasure yeah. table. Aww, it was yeah. a lot of fun last time, and what's better for a bandit camp than? I use treasure table. The treasure. I love that. But is there a chance for booby trap treasure? I think Lincoln should roll the treasure. There's a chance for everything here. And doesn't have his own character. You want some dice? We got some dice here. Maybe my character's in the treasure chest. You got some dice here. I don't know. You don't know. The real treasure is friendship. I better you better roll well. And gold. What am I doing? What am I rolling? I don't know. I will tell you. It's not not ready yet. He has to go with the bandit treasure chest table generator yeah. program first. Um, make the table, and then you can roll on the table. <laughs> they, they call it the chest like from band camp. 32 random tables. Which you then roll to select which randomly generated <laughs> table you will select. <laughs> before you begin rolling on said table. <laughs> they have to generate all the bandits first. Yeah. Abbreviation. You rolled okay. one, and the chest bit your hand and said, it's my treasure now. Nom nom. Wow, I didn't see that coming. Oven's like, ha ha. Good thing we had Lincoln rolled around. <laughs> Jesus, that could have sucked. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Buy the man. Don't cost us money. Let me open that treasure chest for you guys. Coins and chips. If Lincoln rolls low, he owes us the difference plus the big. Yeah. Uh, uh big, I just get it all. Yeah. Then you, you get to scrape the cream out, that sweet cream right at the top. <laughs> That's for you. For doing good work. For doing good work. Uh, Sorry, I'm randomly recording the top of the treasure pile. That's right. Okay, here it is. Uh, it's going to be a bunch of rolls, as before, so someone's got to write Electric this stuff down. Books. I got it. It is, a, it is a treasure hoard. <gasps> like, a, like dragons? I like the side of that. Okay, and, a lot of diamonds with hoard money. Uh, okay, here you go. Ready? A lot of hoards with diamonds. Roll a 66. Uh, I got I got more D6. Here, we'll just do this. Good job, everyone, for holding back. Two, two. Do you care about the totals or the individuals or what? Yeah, what are we doing The totals, 66. Okay, so two, four, six, nine, ten, eleven. Oh, eleven! Uh, that's eleven hundred copper. Uh, okay, okay. All right, three D6. You're going to want more D6s. I got I got you, D6s. Uh, oh, seven. Got some D6s here. Eight. Maybe you don't need more. Uh, it's going to be 800 <laughs> silver. That's better. All right. Those are both Yo. pretty what? low on the belt curve here. you found 2D6. 2D6. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Big money. Six. Oh. That's good. That's right. 60 gold. The belt curve. For Electrum and Platinum, we're going to roll for those. Right. Right. Do it. The dingus of the belt curve. That's a much of it. Uh, okay, and now you're gonna go uh, roll a d100. Yes. Oh boy! Uh, 10 there. For, yeah, decide which this, one is the uh, the witch dice. Come on, for this place or beast. Gems or art? <laughs> <laughs> which one's the ones? Which one's the tens? You got uh, blue is blue is tens. 
61. Jesus. 61, that's pretty good. So, okay, 2d4. Give me a 2d4. There's your 2d4. 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 Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Three displacer beasts. Uh, so that's 20. <laughs> <laughs> so, 2d4. So, three. Three. So, uh, in this is a three matching... Uh, is it pretty valuable? What would they be? Oh, I don't know. Mm, they're they're figurines. Jade apes. They're jade apes. Ooh. It is three jade apes. Each of them worth, yeah. at a quick they're glance, quick. maybe somewhere two hundred and fifty gold apiece. Ooh. And uh, and you can see that carved uh, uh, carved in the in the sort of. Uh, the, the, the apes are holding like a medallion and there's a family sigil in each of them. And you can tell that these are three uh, close families. But, you know you know how to read family sigils. There's like a yeah, couple yeah. pieces of uh, commonality it. between them. So there's uh, clearly it's like three uh, maybe you know joint fa- joint families, something like that. Sure. It's not dwarven, so the family. details are a little bit not clear to you, Could but like anything. it's the same ballpark. Uh, but yeah, these are families the that... Family. And you don't see these family sigils on any of the bandits, uh, uh, on any of the, I should say, the the, the revelry uh, people that you burn, on any of their effects. It's, it would be strange for them to have this, <laughs> this much, this much uh, wealth in their heirlooms and, and this much poverty in their, like, campsite. A fallen house. Are we rolling anything else, Craig? Driven away. One more D100. <gasps> There's an awful oh, lot of copper I got for you guys. The big one, Lincoln. Okay. Which one's the tens? Red is tens. Oh, 34. Ooh, that was really close to no magic items. Roll a 1d6. Oh boy! It's a five. Five just puts begins. Magic oh table A. Five Everything is Magic table A. Seriously, You lose one jade eight. What? It feels so much worse to take something that you had than to gain something that you didn't. Oh, there's an art objects table. Well, anyway, they're jade eights. Um, <laughs> there are. Uh, yeah, there is an art objects table. Uh, there art. There are art. Where are the magic item tables? Where aren't they? Oh, there it is. Oh, the dice were not <laughs> kind to me tonight. Okay, you're gonna roll five times here. D100, five times. Read Ooh. my lips. All right, Lian. Okay, red is tens. 67. 76, right? No, red is tens. He says before we roll. Wait, no. so is somebody keeping track of this? Uh, uh, you're, you're gonna do it one at a time, okay. then I can tell you what it is. Okay. There's a potion of climbing. Okay. Next. Climbing. Ooh! Oh, no! <laughs> oh, no! That is Oh! Lincoln was just charging. You have choice. It's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you guys get a whoopee cushion. Hold <laughs> on. Keep going. Fly out. Red snap a very Seriously. <laughs> It was What's in the a book? blade of all destroying. Two thousand years ago, but now it's just trustees. <laughs> okay, um, <laughs> so it is a sphere oh. of thick glass that weighs one pound and it emanates uh, 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 magical energy. Jerusalem is going to have to take a look at it, but it is like obvious as you pull it out of this thing amidst potions and scrolls and stuff, and it's just, just this sphere. 
One pound spear. spear. If it's oh. snake themed, I call it. Is it like exactly a pound? Spear of snakes. Is it really one pound? That's what it is. It is, it, it, is one pound? it is the international pound standard. You found it. Exactly one pound. It's so nerdy. So heavy. Weight measurements across Faerun have been have been diverging ever since this was lost. There's been no standard. You'd be like, you're cheating me. You're cheating me. That's too much. You're cheating. You're dead. You're cheating. That's one pound gun. You would negotiate the rest of his life in pounds of value. All right. It how many, how many more you want? That was two. Continue to roll. Twenty-two. 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 That's gonna be a potion of healing. Potion of what? Healing. Potion of healing. Nice. Nice. Always handy. Sixty-eight. It's gonna be another potion of climbing. Okay. How many more do you want? One more. That's it. That was five. That was four. That was four. You're right. You're right. One more. Class. Fifty-six. Another push of class. A spell scroll. Ooh. We're such dorks. Thirty-six. What you want? Shake the spell scroll. Paradise inlay. Divine silver to take off. <laughs> oh, How do I? Oh, show advanced filters. Level. Oh, a life supply of cheese. Oh, good. A new god. Guess spell. A new god. A new car. Pick a number between it's one like and a hundred. We can't use it though. We don't have gasoline. Hundred and three. Nice. Nice. Uh, it is a uh, spell scroll of vicious mockery. <laughs> Oh, that's a good one. Nice. Is that a cantrip? It is a cantrip. It's so fat. It says, uh, uh, I don't think any of us can pass it. Says you it's suck. on the bard spell list. No. Oh, slam dunk. It is a bard only spell. It truly <laughs> is a vicious mockery. <laughs> we need to train the bard to be a bard train. now. That's all it is. Good. We're out of toilet paper. It's a letter from your mom. Before. She says, your haircut sucks. <laughs> and she doesn't love you. <laughs> Every time you open it up, it says something deeply personal. Well, that's, <laughs> that's like, I'm going to stop reading this. I'll never get through. It's hate reading. That is, that like is uh, reading. really shitty. It's really <laughs> shitty loot is a cantrip spell school. Yeah. <laughs> Even if it's for a class that you are, it's not great. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, again, I didn't take that cantrip. Now I can use it. One. <laughs> Ever. Ever. Uh, right. I was holding on to these It just potions. mocks you like, you idiot. Oh. Uh, what do we got? Two. Uh, we have now, I believe we have three potions of climbing. Yep, we do. We need we to climb something. We should spread those around. You just use I think right Bear Josh should have one. Uh, I mean, I won't say no to a nice, nice little climbing potion. I feel like mock should have one because he seems like kind of young. Like, oh, and, and Bandit four two four points out that you can't like even you can't even copy cantrip tell, spells into your spell book, even if you can cast them. Oh, you can't. You're extra useless. All right, let's let's keep it going, guys, 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 one at a time. Let's keep it going. Scrum wants to look at the giant giant bucket. Was this? A like monster. I mean, the building is burning and collapsing down onto it. For some reason, I thought it was stone. Um, Skin the ape. Well, then from my from what I saw, was it a natural? Was it a big monkey or was it? It looked like a big ape, which is not a monkey. 
Oh, that's different. Greta's like, oh, monkeys are in the brackish swamp. They're just all monkeys to us. <laughs> that's just, we just call them all monkeys. Uh, it, it, by all appearances. Greta's splitting hairs with the druid over bio- biological family trees. <laughs> nice. From what you, a whale's a fish! Um, <laughs> a whale's a fish! From, from what you could see of it while it was fighting, and from what little left you can see of its burning corpse that is rapidly turning into, uh, uh, bubbled uh, uh, meat, cooked meat. Does it smell delicious? Rendered fat. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but the burning um, hair really. It right. is. Uh, it, it looked like it's just a giant. Ape. So I mean, it was just a, a natural. A basically, it was a it was a creature of nature, not a. So it seems like unnatural. To the best of Scrim's uh, estimation, based on a quick observation. Yeah. Very strange. Have I uh, cast identify on the teapot? Yes, you have. It bites you. We cast identify on this on the glass. This is an extraordinarily powerful Stupid. magical item. This is uh, really compared to almost anything you guys possess. Except for the hammer of all uh, souls. This thing is uh, except for the hammer of all souls. It's a good point. Um, <laughs> That's real more than nerd thing to say right there. Uh, no, the hammer of all souls. Obviously, That's the, yeah, the hammer that Morden crafted at his own godly forge. It's the fucking awesome. The old father. Trump's mm-hmm. I'm just saying, um, you will never see in your entire life a weapon more powerful. <laughs> and likely, you will never meet anyone who has met anyone who has seen a weapon more, more powerful. powerful than that. That's good. <laughs> we have yet to identify that glass sphere, though. That could be more powerful. Yeah, That's true. True. You're welcome. It could be Morden trapped inside. <laughs> Morden's like, help me! <laughs> yeah, you assholes! The glass sphere Stop fucking around with sprites! So, it is... More important, God damn it. This teapot is... Uh, this teapot is a container. Mm-hmm. Well, it. yeah. That seems pretty straightforward. This teapot is a container that you can tell... I mean, this thing is... This thing is made to hold an unbelievable amount of uh, elemental energy. Uh, uh, the 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 Tea size, the, the the sort of size and power of elemental that could be Elementine. that could be pulled into this and uh, and contained. Uh, Drewston can't imagine can't imagine any limit here. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, like like no limit. It is it is dangerous to even dive to let his mind dive too deep into it because be the very nature of what it does is pull energy in and trap. Uh, and that being said, the function of the magic item is straightforward. There is a simple command word, which is, um... I choose you. Um, like some tea? Um... Some word in some language tea? that no, you don't I had speak. A, I, tea time! I had a word. Not that, and not any of that. He's still trying to divine the command word for, this is such a powerful magical item that it is hard to place his finger on it, but it will come to him, he knows. In fact, it is in his notes, it is just solidified. Has to do it. Tempests and storms and such, or just all this? No, it's gonna be the line from Ghostbusters when they throw out a trap. Open I can't remember. Top and you say, Get in there, bitch! <laughs> I don't know if they have a consistent line when they throw out the trap and Ghostbusters. Suck it down! I don't know if they do. Catchphrase. So that's why it wasn't coming to me. I was like, Oh, line from Ghostbusters. And I was like, What? Do they, <laughs> they throw out the trap? I think they're. I think they just say things such as, Who are you gonna Use the trap! Yeah, I'm opening the trap. I'm opening the trap. I'm opening the trap. Get it in the trap. Behind me, us. Uh, the command word is tea time. Yeah. <laughs> really? Uh, tea time. It's tea time. Uh, <laughs> you open up the bitch. That's <laughs> They don't want more of that. No. What was it that he says? Like something. This thing is too. Yes. What does he say? All minds bust. It is tea time, tea and time. it is. But this—that's what this is. Yes, this is a trap. Oh no, thanks. 
this is a trap that could pull in a that could pull in uh, some sort of elemental uh, in a weakened state. So Pokemon rules. Pokemon rules. Pokemon rules. And then it will wiggle and beep three times <laughs> if you're lucky. If only we may have to try. I will have another, Eric. If only we had the master teapot. Can power get even more? Yes, this is just a regular teapot. I've heard if we can put it to sleep, that increases our chances. All right. Okay. Wonderful. He's gonna come back and he's gonna say, "Oh, I found out what the teapot does. It can chop up. What is that sphere? <laughs> that weighs a pound." <laughs> <laughs> They've been like grabbing every object they can find and going. Like, <laughs> I always told you that was less than a pound. The perfect pound. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, no, I mean, hold on to the teapot. It, it captures elementals in a weaker state. But the, the, the cold word to activate it is tea time. That seems like. We can easily say that an accident. Well, you have to pour your will into it as you speak it. And out of it. You just said it. Actually, it's Aurora that says that. Yeah. You have to pour your will into it as you say it. Uh, honey, don't just, speak It's in all the fairy tales. Honey, shut up. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyways, uh, give me that spear. How that? And I'll, uh... You have to use your wishes. <laughs> uh, he he holds the sphere and uh, goes back to his spot in the woods. Of course. And is gonna cast He's continuing identify. to identify. Okay, so yeah. ten minutes later. Ten minutes later. Uh, during that turn. We, do we have any more business in this town? Town. Town? This is burned You tell me, I, I don't think so. Uh, it smells terribly here, and the scent of burning ape and Human is a bit, at the same time, appetizing and revolting. <laughs> Human <laughs> That says more about me uh, than you than it does about reaches into one of his pouches and takes a, what takes out what appears to be a rat tail and takes it, and you hear a snap as he breaks it, and then specifically Bearjaw hears As a transparent uh, old withered woman, hooded woman appears above you as she sprinkles yeah, I know uh, you. weird, weird thing that smells like rosemary and burnt hair. And she um, looks at you and says, must it be this way? Must and, they always do um, this? It must. <laughs> and uh, she endures the it. She endures it. And you're a little bound to uh, And I'm giving healing spirit to top off the bear job. So was anybody else injured? So it's gonna be ten d six of healing. I don't think anyone else was injured. A minute. Ago. No one else is injured. I don't think. Okay. Also, we're taking a short rest. You can spend hit dice. Yeah, you should. That's a mechanic that doesn't come up often. Ten d six. Ten d six. Let's see what I can do just with that. You can stand in the witch Cheers. for a minute. If I can bear it, you mean? Yep. Does anyone uh, else have a bear job, BJ? Nope. No. Uh, we did say that the town we were in before, BJ became a a term for like a really amazing thing, but it wasn't a blowjob. 
Okay, that's the Fairjaw basically earned the name of BJ. I don't remember that. You don't remember this? The idea that that you go into a whorehouse and you're like, hey, thanks for sucking me off, but I really like a BJ. <laughs> I do not remember You don't remember that? I feel like I remember a dream. I know. I like the idea that Dan made this up on his motorcycle no. ride home, and he's like, no. that'd be a pretty good thing to yeah. add to the campaign. Bear Jaw was, I think Who it was, I was I Dan's like, this is it, this is my moment. In the, where, where Bear Jaw was normal face, that, that she became. Do you remember this? Was this Oak Earth or Mirror Bar? Hey, hey, we can, we can roll back Eric, the do you remember this? I can find the clip. I'm gonna clarify, was this Oak Earth or Mirror Bar? I remember it's, it in a way. I've done so many amazing things. It's hard right. to circle it all. Certain types of things make me right. think like Let's, that, that is, I want this to be true, so it is. Gotcha. Okay, so super amazing tangent. Let's keep it in the <laughs> narrative here. Um, so, so I'm topping her off, so we're ready for. Uh, okay, I got 35. She's not topped off. She's a 35. Are you going to use any. Uh, you got hit, hit dice? Hit yeah. Dice? No, I, I will. I oh. don't see where they are. You click on short rest at the top. There. You need to roll some dice. Decide to use hit dice. Nope. Don't. Oh, oh, wait. Oh, those are... Those are my hit die. Oh, how come there's so many consumed? Oh, because you have not been clicking long rest, but we've been taking long rest. Uh, so you should have all those back. Oh, okay. She never sleeps. One. Okay. Which is, it's, it's your hit die. It's your your die size. Okay, I need like... She's barbarian, D12. Okay. Is that what it is? That's plus three. Yeah. Uh, so that's okay. 11. Jeez. Is it plus anything? So, yeah, it's plus yeah, three. Plus oh, three. Okay, your constitution bonus, probably. Probably. It's like Dan's. Oh, yeah, it is constitution. Okay, so you're handling that. Thank you. Drustin identifies the sphere. This small sphere of thick glass is a uh, is indeed a magical item that is quite interesting. Interesting. It's command word, which is Aziz. Uh, it emanates light or the daylight spell. Thank you, I Sam. just saw the fifth element the other weekend. <laughs> nice. Thank you, Aziz. Much better. You got it right away. So uh, it can emanate the light or daylight spell, depending on the will imposed on the object. Nice. Once Sorry. used, the daylight effect... Oh, the daylight effect can't be used again until the next dawn. But the light effect can be used at will. And unlimited. What is this item called? Uh, it is a drift globe. Also, you can speak another command word as an action to make the illuminated globe rise into the air and float no more than five feet off the ground. The globe hovers in this way until you or another creature grasps it. If you are more than 60 feet from the hovering globe, it follows you until it's within 60 feet of you. And it takes the shortest route to do so. If prevented from moving, the globe sinks gently to the ground and becomes inactive and its light winks out. Does the light stay on for as long as, like, it, the daylight, the, the, not the daylight spell, but the normal light can just be used indefinitely, is that accurate? Light, it lasts for an hour, but you can use it over and over again. Uh, so it's just, should the twin word I mean, be Baron has light as a cantrip, so, yeah, that seems about right. Command word sunrise? No, it's Aziz. It's well, Aziz. for it to float. You said another command Oh, word. of course it's sunrise. Now it yes. is. Okay, obviously. Good. So it goes off every time we talk about this. No, you have to impose your will, Aurora says. <laughs> you have to impose your will. I impose my will, will with every word I say, don't you? I would love it if you include the key man notes, keywords in your little... Yes. Yeah, what do you think I said to that? <laughs> I don't know. What was it called? A glowing globe? It's called a drift globe. Drift its globe. final oh. property oh. is that it magically... Uh, weighs exactly one pound. <laughs> uh, if the party was running, Tristan well, identifies this as a magical part of its 
being. Wonderful. Trying to pour sand on top of it, it sloughs off. It, its weight cannot change from environmental conditions. That is Thank you. <laughs> That's going to come in at some point. It's uh, going to come in yeah. like every fucking scene with life. <laughs> it's the most important thing about it by fucking leaps and bounds. It's fucking light. I see in the dark. Like everyone else in this yeah, party. Let's get a fucking steering system of weights and measurements, please. <laughs> the one downside is every time Mach uses it to measure something, anyone can just shout out, Sunrise, yeah! and impose their will, and it lifts off his hand. Yeah. <laughs> I love that he's using it to weigh things on a scale. Yeah. <laughs> and sunrise. Like, yeah, that's exactly sunrise. one. Oh, damn. Sunrise. Huh. Mach's dark sounds like, this was exactly one pound. So, uh, <laughs> so, so just for your, just for your knowledge, the daylight effect is a third level. Um, oh, uh, yeah, no, it's a big spell. It's a third level spell. It's a sixty foot radius sphere of light that spreads out from the sphere. Um, it's bright light and sheds Versus dim light. Drow, that's pretty big. And it sheds dim light for an additional sixty feet. Um, if you choose a point of origin, that's if you're casting the spell. If any of this spell's area overlaps with an area of darkness created by a spell of third level or lower, that the spell that created the darkness is dispelled. Yeah. How much gold is this item? Well, and we, we, I mean, our, really our dark vision guys. Magic items, uh, magic items are, are priceless and yeah. very difficult and to sell. You would need to, fire, you would need to find a, essentially a, a, an a extremely wizard. wealthy private seller willing to, willing to pay the amount of money that uh, the 99% would well, never see in their lifetime. A big difference between the magic item economy in fourth edition and fifth. I mean, I'm, I'm noticing too, like, all the magic items in the like they're they're like largely like weapons and like things that are used in the field. Like, why would a wealthy person really need those yeah. unless they are like creating their own private army or something? Yeah. There's this aspect to magic items where they're, they're not really useful things for your average person either. They also attract a lot of attention. For example, the last guy who owned this thing got killed by some idiot. <laughs> yeah. With a giant ape by her. Correct. The giant ape probably owned He was it. like, you're cheating me about it. That's not worth a pound. And they're like, oh yeah? <laughs> Get a monkey. Yeah, <laughs> uh, anyway, Jason tells him about it. He says, I'm tired of smelling burning corpses. I find if you put uh, some hay up. <laughs> No, it's Well, it's bloody. It's really uh, yeah. bloody. She's replacing the hay. Screaming girl, you probably know more about in, forest fires than I do. Is there any, any chance of this catching and spreading? Do we have to worry about causing danger to the surrounding areas from this? Oh, God. Uh, can we just let it burn out? He puts, he licks his finger and puts his hand up and says, My finger is filthy. <laughs> no, it won't spread. You'll need this. Yeah, that's what I was looking for. Good enough, then. Uh, let's, uh... What, do you think? Back to Silvery Moon, or onto this nasty-sounding lake? Lake of Death? Aye, that one. <laughs> well, uh, Lake of Death seems like a bit of a gamble uh, at top strength, then. Poor Berger here. I'm started. okay now! I'm yeah. fine! Okay. I'm very okay. I am Back functioning just normals. <laughs> Mock reaches over and like pokes her in her swollen face. Fuck you! <laughs> like, That's my normal face! <laughs> Sorry about that, Verja. I'm just saying, perhaps a, a wee rest here uh, so you can get there. There's plenty of resources for curing all of this back in Silvery Moon, and I just don't know if it's, uh, if it's worth taking the risk. No, if it is for you because you are tired, then okay. 
How far away is this lake, Groston? You, you had a good map the area. Tempest Lake or something? Uh, it's uh, maybe a three-hour trek through the woods. Just around the next bend. Three hours or so by foot. <laughs> we could fly. You could ride a deer. Could ride a deer. Uh, have to find a deer. First. I don't have any carrots though. I, don't, I, I heard that was the going rate. Scrim Crook could transform into a large animal. We could ride him. <gasps> no talking animals. Whoa, that has been the first time that has been suggested. In, ride Scrimcorn? In my other game. What does Scrimcorn look like when Drewston... Uh, I'm not comfortable remaining in physical I, oh, contact with Scrimcorn for long periods of time. Drewston did not say <laughs> I did not use a Drewston voice there. I used a Kevin voice. Oh, you did. I did not catch that. But in my other game, the druid would commonly turn into a giant manatee, and I would ride him across the water. A dugong. A sea cow. Let's take let's take a breather, a short rest. I mean that's happened. Yeah. And um, <laughs> uh, wonk, wonk. There we go. Uh, and uh, <clears throat> I think no time like the present. But honestly, what does that should do it now. It embodies everything about me. I just uh, mechanically, I've got all my first little spells, two second little spells, and one third little spell left. I'm good. That's about what I've got flowing. So I've got some more juice. I'd also worry if the bandits knew the power of this thing, knew that Balanos wanted it. I'd worry about bringing such a powerful magic item into the city even for a night. Could be others who want it. Yes, and we can well, fight them. Aren't we going to put a sprite in and then bring it back to the city? Aye, but we'll be giving it straight to Balanos. But an extra night in the city with it under our care is something we're concerned with. Oh, I see. Well? Mm. Well, I suppose it is Bearjaw's risk to take. What? Which she's willing to take healthily with no apparent reason other than her own competition. So, better enough, if you really want to go to the lake, again, there's no stopping you. I'm not going to go by myself. I'm not stupid. Of course you wouldn't go by yourself. That would be stupid. Let's go to the lake. That would be truly impressive. An awe-inspiring feat to take on the sprite by yourself, Bircha. But I don't have the seafoot. If only we had Dark Shadowstalker here. You'd get that guy to do anything. How long has it been? When are we supposed to check in with him? We're supposed to call him. That's not for you guys have asked last asked that like four days ago. I'm so excited. <laughs> it's like it's like it's like two weeks away. Wow, we sent him on a quest. I miss him. Just to, to take care of an entire quest yeah, line. He's on, on a, uh, a Star Wars: The Old Republic uh, yes. party member yeah. quest. Yes. He's like, dude, is he's like deep cover black ops. Yes. You, you gotta wait. You gotta wait seven days before uh, you find out if he's successful. So excited! He had to create new identity, join as a brand new adventurer. I think Star Wars: The Old Republic is the first game. Uh, okay, shall we be off then <laughs> to the Tempest Lake or Death Lake, as the deer called it? Death Lake. Let's not call it what the deer called it. Deer Death Lake. <laughs> what time of day? Is it by now? We it was a bit of a hike to get to the bandit camp. We left in the morning, presumably. Yeah. Pretty much first day. Good. Is it noon? Afternoon? It, uh, right now? Yeah. Uh, it is. Uh, yeah, it's about midday. It took oh. about half a day to get here. It's high noon. High noon. So we get there in late so afternoon. <laughs> All right, we set off towards Death Lake. 
I gotta go, guys. <clears throat> it's been a pleasure. Bye. Bye. Thanks, Thanks for, for the place of the planning. Good to yeah. see you, man. Thanks and the company. Thanks for the hey. pleasure. Yeah. Nice hoodie. Yeah. Hey, I, thanks, man. That seems like worth the investment. Honestly, yeah. the zip-up hoodie, it's it's superior technology. The pullover, I don't like it. Mm. Uh, I, that's fair. I'll agree with that. Oh, me too. Yeah. Yeah, I've kind of gone that way. That's what we do in the classrooms, the students I don't know, shout we, out. I know, we told them. All right. I like the pullover hoodies. Said students don't shout out when you go like this. Shut up, Daniel. <laughs> I'm, I'm tired of feeling oppressed by this group. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Dear death. Ah, uh, yeah. Death. All this space. Sam, Sam, room, room for activities. Room for activities? <laughs> what do you guys do over there on the east side of the table? Theater of the Wine. Theater of the Wine. Ah, yes, of course. Uh, when we are uh, less than an hour away, Greg, uh, yep. Drewson's going to say, uh, maybe pause for a moment so I can prepare a few useful spells. What, you uh, have like... non useful spells? What? Um, and he's going to cast Comprehend Languages as a ritual. So that he can understand any spoken language. Won't be able to speak it, but he can understand it. Okay. Double on the cast. So maybe you can hear Giant Ape saying, I'm a warrior, let's fight. (laughs) Yeah. That was a good fight. Mostly so I can hear a sprite being like, what are you guys doing? I'm a free spirit. Don't you know Balanos is evil? I'm fighting. I like you guys. Along the along the walk there, which takes a couple hours, Baron uh, approaches Baron and says, "So, so why why did you crawl into that house with the giant ape alone? Like, that didn't seem like a good choice." You're only saying that because you did not get to see the battle. You would have seen an amazing fight. I mean, it looked like it was good. I was gonna have to spend a diamond to bring you back from the dead there. But you didn't. Right, but only because Scrim intervened and pulled your unconscious corpse out of there from being pummeled by an ape after Drustin had distracted its mind. I didn't see that. Right, because you were unconscious and on the brink of death. No, I think I did okay. I did okay. It was it was a good fight. It was close. I heard it was close. Someone said that. <laughs> I think it was me. But you ask why, I say... Why not? It was a good fight. It was a good battle. If I had died, you would have brought me back. I would pay you back for the diamond. I would learn a thing. So as well. I am here. You are here. We are all here. It was a good fight. Well, just... You're a valued companion, and, uh, you know... Thank you, and so are you. Uh, we are moving on now, yes? <laughs> Put more value on your life, is all. That is not the Goliath way. But thank you. It's such a player thing in D&D, but I've never seen a character be like, Resurrection's easy, what's the big deal? What's your problem? That's the first one. I've seen it once before. Yeah. And I on Monday, for me. I'm back by Wednesday. I'll be <laughs> clear that Bear Jaw is like so much about deflecting. It like she's grasping for whatever it takes to get <laughs> this true. conversation over. It doesn't matter. She's like, I hear there's this resurrection thing. You guys, I'm sure, would have figured it out. <laughs> what yeah. you're saying is the fact that Baron could bring her back was not actually a free thought factor. Not She's just saying that's something no, I no, can no, say no, now no. to make Baron stop talking. Well, about because. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> 
Stop sharing your feelings. Stop uh, sharing your feelings with me. It's before, weird. Before we move on, uh, and he takes out a potion of water breathing and hands it to Mock. I'll think this would be useful for your cousin. He says, uh, Oi, I wouldn't want to replicate that situation back at the bog. Uh, he says, uh, Though the uh, fight with that there dragon back in the uh, back in Karundrakar did me a lot more proud being above the water than under it. Oh, if we only saw that ring of water walking. I mean, I could... I don't have the spells prepared today, but I could rest for the evening and ask Morden for such a blessing. We could come on here the for the night if we want to be that much more ready. Don't know when sprites are most active or less active. There's no need a feisty sprite. <clears throat> don't know much about sprites. Locke says, well, I, I don't think it's likely that we'll go on the water without our, dis- our choosing. So perhaps we can case the case the location see what we can learn and then decide whether or not we want to spend extra time seems good to me but I'll keep the potion either way at least that way I'm not dying on you as I plunge towards the watery depths I thought we had heard did we hear something about the it being the sprites being more active on the lake when there were storms or was it dawn or dusk or something like that so it was just storms storms Storms, I think I mean, there might just be perpetual <laughs> it is bad weather. So yeah, do we want to take a long rest so that we have water walking? Why don't we take a look at the lake? We can always hightail it. I also wanted to get a side conversation in as well while we're on the way to the lake. I mean, that's two hours have passed if it was a three-hour walk, so. That's right. But it's with Drewstone, so. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, okay. Drewstone, yeah. says, right All right, away. I need to have this conversation. He's like, where'd Drewstone go? Because he's yeah, like, he's taking a leave. He's, he's out for two weeks. Yeah, that's so exactly right. God damn it. Yeah, get, get your Drewstone flavor in while you can. Uh, so while he's in there, uh, Scrim, uh, not not to the full group, but uh, as we're walking, Scrim uh, uh, saddles up to uh, Baron and says, uh, and maybe, maybe Mach too. I mean, I don't know. He's not a sneer shot. Um, but he's physically not in earshot of Bearjaw. Final um, moment to be yeah. outside of Bearjaw's company within <laughs> within the within the, the the dwarven circle of our walking clicks. Indeed. Um, uh, and he says, <clears throat> oh, honestly, her fighting her fighting that giant uh, giant orangutan in uh, in some stone house is uh, certainly a risk, but. We're all gonna we're all gonna do what we think is most important, and honestly, having someone who jumps off a ceiling <laughs> to dive bomb a dragon in the middle of a fight, I'll deal with the extra I'll deal with the extra one on one primate brawl. Cost of doing business, right? If we can just <laughs> sick her on the biggest monster in the in the fight. I I tell you he says, he says, I hear you, but I, I, I think I've come to terms with it. You, you saw how Rika bullied around young Drustin when uh, she didn't want him doing a thing that she didn't want. What chance do we have with uh, Lasse Berja? She'll, uh, she'll take any any three of us and put us in a well before, uh, which I still think is what happened back in Oakhurst, by the way, <laughs> uh, uh, before we're able to stop her doing what she wants. And uh, in this situation, it, I honestly thought she was going to talk to the beast. I know that's... Probably on me. I think she did. But, uh... 
once she went in, then that it was. Is that, is that even if you'd known what she was going to do, I'm not sure anyone's going to stop her. There is the question, though, of would she ever do something dangerous like that that put us in harm's way? That would be my concern. What if she provoked the beast to come down upon us? She looks at us as an opportunity to facilitate her great battles, because we have, and uh, that may turn against us one day. As a dwarf, I know once said, we'll burn that bridge when we get to it. <laughs> I can't think of a dwarf ever said that. Why would a dwarf ever burn a bridge? This <laughs> shot wasn't a gnome. So it was shoddy, we wanted it in stone. I thought that was the... I heard about that bridge. We'll burn it when we get to it. Got rid of a wooden bridge to build it in stone. Is Aurora familiar with that phrase from her fairy tales? No. And as we're trying to get Baron, that's a weird question. She doesn't respond to anything. As Scrum and Baron begin to to bicker about the uh, (laughs) the burning of bridges and the building of bridges, Ma kind of slips back and bends Drewston's ear for a moment. <laughs> Does he literally just like go up and grab his ear? The phrase comes from a literal meaning. Always knows in the book, Drusen. But no, uh, I need a minute of your time because I've been thinking uh, much about the conversation we had uh, late last night. Conversation. Temper uh, flared and you know, harsh words spoken in anger. Emotions myself. ran high. But, and I'm not here saying that. I didn't mean those words that I said, but I've been thinking about ba- by stepping into Balnos's workshop this morning uh, a thought seized upon me and I, I began to think about the work we did back in Karun Drakkar well, oh, yeah, that was good he looks at head shaver, he says this beautiful weapon that we forged and uh, the theories of, of how that may have come about, where we can take this knowledge, what more we can study and Looking at Balnos's workshop, I see that as a place, a unique place, uh, a place where we might be able to learn more uh, and, and, and forward our knowledge, he says. But uh, upon thinking further, I realize that it wouldn't be possible unless we shared with Balnos what we've learned so far. And I thought of the things I, I said to you about dwarven knowledge and, uh, and keeping it secret and safe and I realized that uh, perhaps it was too harsh, and that there is there there are there are times that we're we're sharing the knowledge must happen in order to forward and, and increase our learning, but that it must come with some sort of trade. If we were to tell Balanos what we knew without any promise in return that she would help us in our designs, that would only that would only set us back. It would not help us to to gain what we know. Oh, he says, I don't. I don't know if it's making any sense, but I, I think I think there needs to be somewhat of a resolution between us. Perhaps, cousin, I have a, a kind of faith. Uh, not a faith as strong as our cousin Baron's, but a faith in knowledge. For I truly believe that if we shared everything we knew with Balanos, we, we would nay need a trade. She would, she would give us what she knew as well. When one gifts another with knowledge, the gift is often returned. But that may just be my faith and hope in the world. I think, I think it's, it's just that, young Justin. I think the world you speak of may be a better world. 
but I've, I've walked a mile or two longer than you have in this place, and I've seen a double cross or two myself. He said, yes. I've seen I've seen in my own life the uh, the life I've built come tumbling down because of betrayal and information and trust misplaced. And uh, for things as precious as this knowledge, he's like, holding the weapon, as, as this knowledge that we've, we've gained, as this, I would think of I think of the risks if it goes to the wrong hands, or the betrayal and the the, the efforts lost if if we we share with the wrong person. I couldn't understand, but understand too. I mean, ever since I I died, I've been thinking about how fragile my life is. We've lost so many on this path, Erki. Erki. Sir Mandor, that was before you, cousin. I just think, if I were to die tomorrow, and I hadn't shared as much as I could about what I know of the world, that would be a setback. He says, I, for all things in its time, dwarves know that there's a, there's a place and a time for all. And that's why Morden gives us our, our, our long years, to find those right times. And, uh... That which you've learned, and that which we you gathered, you must continue to, to write down. But we must work together to find those best times and places, for that is what helps to steer the world in the best direction, and not taking a, taking a, a, a I hate to say it, but a fool's hope, a fool's hope that, that spreading it around, that the, the seed will fall in the best soil and grow, grow straight. Well, Colson, whatever we know, knowledge we create together, building under Geddon and Rundle's work, I know it does not belong just to me, so it's not only for me to give away. It would belong to both of us. And uh, the fate of such knowledge would have to be decided upon by the both of us. That's Mark like says, the eighth thing I've dropped. Mark says, uh, agreed. And uh, we'll, we'll have to think a spell longer on this. But... Uh, Think on what I've said too, and if you agree to trust Balanos, I'd like to, to, to share with her what we've discovered and see what more she can give us in return for uh, to help us to help us craft greater greater tools in uh, in the service of the dwarves and our quests. You know, said I'd be in favor of that, cousin. I'd be greatly in favor. Joy. And so the two dwarves came to an accord. And it was thus that the two dwarves shared a smoke leaf that evening. Uh, you are lovelessly approaching, <laughs> approaching the uh, Tempest Lake or Death Lake. Dear Death Lake. Dear Death Lake. Dear Death Lake. No, Bear Jai. No We're fine. She's fine. She's just one big bruise. One <laughs> big beautiful Death Lake. So you are heading that you there was discussion yeah, about we're not gonna we're yeah. gonna spy upon it first and decide if we're gonna spy upon it. But his words that I use that mock would know. As we approach, Scrim does guys the group. Yes. Us gathering information, us going close. Be prepared for a fight. Knowing our track record. Meowth, that's right. Let's assume we're gonna get in a fight. <laughs> You're still speaking with them. And if we want Sorry, to, guys. and if we want to pull back and try to prepare different spells, we can. But 
Just stay away from the water. Act like we're gonna go into a fight. I always act like I'm going to go into a fight. And I've got the That's magic- we can get on you, Bridget. And I've got the magic teapot ready. Yeah. Oh god. I really hope that works. Yeah, I think we want to dress him with the teapot. That sounds good to me. I, could give it to I, I wouldn't uh, trust it with anyone else. Keiko, are you, are you hoping for a... Hmm? Do you want? Oh, you, want the, you want the teapot? It's camping uh, season. I, I kind of want to see what we're up against. Come join us for beach balls. <laughs> I kind of want to see what we're up against while dressed and holding the teapot. <laughs> <laughs> if there is a situation that requires like teleporting while holding the teapot, then oil vein will step in. I'm gonna be on deck on that teapot. So, oil veins on on second. He's their second teapot man. It's on deck. Toss me the teapot. Something goes wrong with Dresden. Your teapot. backup teapot. It's a ladder. Backup teapot. It's a ladder. The backup teapot. Oh, this is good. There we go. This is less, less camping, more glamping. There are. We're definitely hopping back to the other one for the. Uh, Sprite's just like camping. Six bushes. As you approach closer to Death Lake, before you can even see it. The temperature drops one degree, two <laughs> degrees, three degrees, four degrees. It, it is gets winter. colder and colder and colder as you approach the polar vortex. And uh, you can feel the wind starting to not just be a little breezes through the trees, but now start to really lick uh, uh, to lick at you as you're uh, as you continue to press forward. Are the trees all bent in a direction? To the point, as you get closer and closer, the trees leaning at an angle, and you're having to lean forward just to get through the snow. And it's not even snowing, but the amount of snow that is kicked up off the ground yeah. still creates this, uh, uh, this, you know, like a, it's like a, it's like a snowstorm. It's really. like a snowstorm uh, from, from the wind here. Hmm. You get closer uh, and closer. Uh, perhaps we'd be best. To lash ourselves together with a line of rope. That sounds prudent. So that I will hold you all down from my weight. Uh, essentially, Berja, yes. Okay. Well, if you uh, want to fly over the snow, we could do so. Mm. Mach kind of reads there and he says, oh, How powerful are your spells, Jerusalem? Well, that we could fly in this. These, I mean, one of us could fly <laughs> and carry the rest. I mean, you're not even in well, the lake yet. Maybe, maybe you keep that in your pocket in case you needed to chase down this feisty sprite with your teapot. So, I, <laughs> I'm just saying. Last time we did scrim, mock, and was it oil vein? Scrim and then dress and baron. Bear job. Yeah, that sounds right. Should we la- should we lash up those two groups separately? Um, that or we go pairs. We have Aurora as well. Uh, I'll likely oh. be taking a form other than what you see before you. Well, then like maybe we'll go up to Aurora and scrim you. <laughs> if, if you need weight, go big. Right. I'm I'm not sure what we'll need. If there's water. 
changes things. It is a lake. Aurora has her big uh, <laughs> fur hood like pulled tight, and you just see a stone-like expression set on her face as her lips are pursed, and she's just leaning into the wind and like stepping forward with you, with each of you. She's not spoken much in this like leg of the journey. She's just. You guys have been bantering and talking and talking about this argument from last night. There's been just like a lot of party chat and she's just been like walking along. Getting into the toil. (laughs) It's work. It's a job. It's a job. Uh, But unfortunately, I think the dwarves are are, not light. I mean, they're short, but they're thick and armored. And so I think uh, Aurora, Oilvane, and and Mach on a line together would provide, I think, some stability between the three of us. And Oil Man can always just teleport away and leave us out to drive whenever he wants, so <laughs> he's good with that too. Yeah. We both have ways. Peace. He's already gone. He's just, he <laughs> he already I see we've got four on the front line and three on the back. Like, yep. He says this. I'll keep an eye on the lassie up here, and uh, Oil Man can. So I'm saying maybe Oil Man should be back with me. He's not uh, exactly right in the front. He says, uh... Oh, stay back. He says, I, I will... Oh, like, I don't care. <laughs> Josh should be on the front as well. Aye. But, uh, if we send all the... That's where the weight is. Ben, are, are you going to keep all, all these, uh, robe-wearing, you know, magic wielders down on the ground? I'll make sure they don't blow away. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> well, mate. Drink up and I'll leave it to you, then. All right, so we're going bear jaw, Aurora, and <laughs> Nice. And Scrim, my... Actually, I figured... Scrim Solo, it's you dressed in... And you dressed in car now. Yeah, and I imagine Dressin's oh. probably going to peel off and go flying at some point, so we'll see. Someone's going to go flying. Um, I'm well, probably going to go in the water. Out of context. So you're Solo, it's Aurora, bear jaw, and, and Mock on one line. And then Drusen, Oilvane, and Bear. Team Spellcaster. Yep. You good with that? Yep. Yep. Let's do it. All right. How long are the uh, lines between us? 50 foot rope, so you figure with like amount of time to to tie it. You got like 20 feet between each. Yeah, yeah, that's good. All right, so as you continue to press forward, you reach the edge of the tree line, and the trees suddenly just stop. And you see before you, I mean, well, you barely see before you because visibility has gotten so poor as you've gotten closer and closer. <laughs> you got to the point where you're no longer looking to Drewston to figure out which way to go. Like, suddenly it's like, I think obviously you just head into the wind. Deeper. And Deeper wind. As you continue down. to press through it, you know, you just get to the point where the trees just stop. And you see as the, uh, the land before you slopes downwards and then levels out into... Uh, into a lake, and it's just a cloud of white. Uh, uh, and you can see uh, you can see bits of snow or perhaps ice flying around at rapid speeds in just complete blinding whiteness uh, over the lake. That's the first thing you notice. But then, as your eyes drift downwards towards the slope before you, you see animals. No, bits of animals. <laughs> Legs and bodies cut in half, and a head there, and uh, of various different points of decomposition. You see a lot of bones throughout, and some, uh, yeah, so frozen bones. Actually, yeah, so it would be mostly uh, 
Yeah, frozen corpses then. It wouldn't yeah. get the chance to de decompose into bones. Depending how long it's been no, 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 no. the seasons. That's good, that's frozen good. Frozen and shattered. No, you're right. So it is a frozen, but different amounts of like shattered and broken. Giant um, ice chest. And like all but the you definitely see what you see sideways. is severed. Severed bits and then frozen. Mm. And uh, uh, throughout in front of you. Something has has sliced these things uh, oh, apart. This they're, is Death Lake. They are all cut. It's a deep cut. Looks like a lot of dead woodland creatures. So I I agree with you. Grim says, "I'm gonna get in the water. My plan is to get in the water, and if the sprite gets close to the water, try and restrain it." Some of the cut animals are as close as right here at the tree line. You guys have not stepped out from the tree line. Mark is gonna do a perception check. He says. Let's take a gander around and see what could have cut these beasts up. Alright. I'll be able to fight them on the ground if they're dying on the ground. Probably can fight them on the ground. Uh, so, 14 pa passive perception is what I got. Uh, I forget what my passive perception is. Well, 17, yes. 19, one of those. Roll on a perception. Looking like a number. 28? 28. Wow. Less than 28. But still, what is it? Uh, 21. No, you got 19. Squeezing this cup. 19, 21, 28. For passive. Scrim. As people uh, on mock suggestion sort of look around, take it real careful. Scrimcorn is the only one that sees the light glint off just barely, corner of the eye. And then looking directly at it, you don't see it even for, for a moment. Scrimcorn has to perhaps channel into his druidic. And tell me, you tell me, how does yeah. Scrimcorn see? This is 28. 28, It's superhuman. Like that no is, one rolls a skill check that high. It is literally impossible for any mere mortal to, for any mere, you know, None of us can get that, that skill roll. What's your bonus? Like, eight? Eight? I rolled a 19. And he used a lucky cricket as part of the cricket. Yeah, because yeah. like, I think no one's bigger than plus seven yeah. on any. So this is a, this is a, a, a super, superhuman level of perception. What does he do? Scrim does not know where to look. But when he's looking around over here, the cricket starts starts uh, wriggling especially hard and nips his finger. And when he looks down at it, he looks up, and his eyes are just drawn to the place. There's it's an otherworldly. The cricket level. knows something. Scrim, yes. Even Scrim doesn't know. Yes, Scrim is shown something, and it is only through the cricket's uh, uh, sort of enhanced perceptions he looks at it. He finally sees the light glint here and there. He has to call the others over to see, to even confirm that what he's seeing is not in his imagination. It weren't for the cricket biting him. He wouldn't have believed what he saw at the corner of his eye. And uh, it takes a bit, but there is something there, something so thin, so unbelievably infinitesimally small that, uh, uh, I mean, most of you looking at it, you can't see it even when told directly to where to look at. Probably Drewston and Baron are able to uh, uh, get an what image it? of it, and you see strands moving throughout, about knee to maybe waist height, uh, all throughout the tree line here, and going down into the beach. Strands. Mock throws like, like a stick, like, like a are branch. Close ones. Throws it. <laughs> Mock throws a branch in, and as uh, and as it reaches about waist height, the branch just slices in two, and then three, and then falls to the ground. What does that? What does that? He goes <laughs> like he's like that's that's sharp like no no blade I've ever wielded. And he looks at head shaver like knowing how sharp it is. And he says, "This seems extremely deadly." And he looks at Drosten. Uh, what about what, the plan now? What can we do, Drosten? 
Or bear. After careful study, it doesn't seem like anything is above waist height in this area. Somebody want to fly over there? Above waist height? I mean, I shame that dwarves are waist heights. Where are those strands even attached? Are they... We could try to cook our way through, but if we miss even one, is it cutting across, or is it... As you sort of get to an image of them in your head, they're hard to see. I mean, you concentrate on them, and then they just disappear before your eyes, and then you sort of really have to focus your mind. And it's probably Drewston that notices most of all that it's it's the focus of his mind that makes them become visible, more so than the focus of his eyes. As he concentrates on it, it becomes... You can see more of it. At one point, you can see the lattice in front, and then as they, they disappear again, they seem to be mostly horizontal. They seem to be, you know, in the general horizontal uh, uh, directions in this area, but but they move, where they move to, from one place to another, if this were a tripwire, there's nothing for them to attach to to create the geometry that you see before you, and, and then it ends in midair. It's like an independent, independent structure. I'm going to uh, cast... Are we uh, close to any of these? Mage hand. I think we were pretty close to one of them. On, uh, like, a severed deer head. Uh, oh. With, like, a piece of carrot sticking out. Mage hand is, uh, what? It's a cantrip. Describe to me what mage uh, hand does. Yeah, what it, it's gonna be able to it pick is? it up. Yeah. Oh. It's gonna be able to pick it up and, uh... No, no, no. T- read the, read the mage hand uh, spell. A spectral floating hand appears at a point you choose within range. The hand lasts for the duration or until you dismiss it as an action. The okay. hand vanishes. You can use your action to control the hand. You can use hand to manipulate an object or pick up something. Perfect. So what does Jerson do with mage hand? So he's gonna pick up into your head and kind of move it around a little bit to see, he wants to see if it draws the strands to it okay. or it seems to be that wherever it goes down. summons the mage hand and he picks up the deer head and moves back, he sees the mage hand itself slice in two and disapparate. And the And it's in the direction the mage hand moves through yeah. the air and gets sliced from its own motion. And then the deer head drops to the ground as the spell, as Drusen feels, yeah. as he's it's concentrating. Well, as he's concentrating on the spell, like just this, he you know, can't shattering of the energy. How badly do we need this new airship? Mark says, no enough to lose our lives if we can't figure a way around this death trap. Well, if I will get Berjol to fly, she can carry the lot of us. Mark says, well, how strong is this magic? Because perhaps the hammer of all souls can carve away for us. Oh, I'll need to see what happens if it's stronger than the oh, hammer of all souls. That's a good point. Maybe burns away. Send a ball of fire rolling ahead of us, sort of trip any of these things that might be in our way. It just sliced a mage hand. Well, a mage <laughs> The most powerful of Tristan's spells. Mark has no idea, but he just yeah. saw a magical thing get cut in two pieces. <laughs> Which he knows is real weird. <laughs> uh, give it a try. Give it a whirl. Bear is going to summon a ball of fire. All right. Uh, and he's going to try rolling it into one of these of things. So as far as I know, these things don't like have any hit points and don't Neither take any sense. damage. They just are a ball of fire that I roll around. With my mind. <laughs> Your mind gets sliced apart. Uh, so, Baron summons a ball of fire and uh, rolls it into one of these strands that he can see. 
So it's this ball of fire, like you described. It doesn't have a physical mass. Like someone can run through it. Uh, it's, uh, let me, let me just check here. It's, it's odd, because at the same time, it's, I ram it into things. Does it occupy a square? It, give us a description of the spell. Five foot, so it's a five foot diameter sphere of fire, appears in an occupied space of my choice, within range, lasts for the duration, any creature that ends its term within five feet of the sphere must make a dexterity saving throw, takes damage, and avails save, can move the sphere, ram it into people, uh... It can jump across pits and barriers, so it's not like floating, it is sort of like rolling. Like yeah. it's a thing on the ground. It seems to be like a blob. Okay. As Baron rolls this fire down the down the small slope here, it's not that very far. It's only about maybe 15 feet lengthwise from where you are to where the strands seem to stop. Okay. Wow. And uh, forward. Uh, and uh, Baron like rolls it down and rolls it back up and uh, you don't see anything obvious happening but then you see as bits of flame seem to spit off as it's uh, as it's rolling uh, around and you can see the mass of the sphere cutting down as it's moving back and forth and shrink down which Baron has never seen before as whatever is here seems to be slicing off its mass hmm well, is it having any effect on the strands? The st- uh, as others, especially, are you know keeping their, their uh, now that you've sort of figured out the trick, it's become easier and, and, and being able to be taught to others. Like concentrate your mind on the strands, and they start to appear before you. And uh, I can see that the strands don't seem to be budging from the magical fire. Huh. So well, that's a dud. If we just need to get over this thing, that's unfortunate. I'll, I'll, I'll grow some wings on bear dog. She flies back and forth, carrying us over, and we uh, continue from there. To to where? Into the lake? So they say like 15 feet of strands and then lake. There's like maybe another uh, 25 feet of sort of what you could call beach uh, before the water starts, and that's where it's pretty thick with... uh, uh, a thick with a swirling, so from, from uh, can, swirling like snow, basically. From what we can see, the, the the strand area is kind of a donut around where there's a danger. Yeah, area this is a stops. pretty damn big lake, though. So yeah. like you said, so you, you can you you presume travel. that it may be yeah. a donut around, but you're really just looking like left and right. You're yeah. not like seeing much of the curvature, yeah. especially with the visibility being reduced. You basically hit like. A line of water. Does the does the snow on the ground look affect? Like, is, is is the is the ground affected at all, or is it really just we're seeing evidence of like chopped up creatures? He's thinking of like digging like a tunnel or like a ditch or something. The ground. Uh, I mean, the strands are above the ground. You don't you as you concentrate on looking for strands that are like sticking into the ground. You don't far. see any. Go here. You see them all only only sort of. Hovering, if you could call them that, above they the ground. Crawl under them. Mock knows that. He knows enough about magic items to know that they're supposedly indestructible. By that meaning, what would he understand? Like, is it one of those things like, this thing won't break. It shouldn't break at all. Like, what, what, what kind of faith does he have in that concept? As, as does well, he express this? Like, is he brainstorming, you know, is, is he saying this a lot? Yeah, he, well, he, he wants to basically say, like, well, so, yeah, so yeah, maybe we just do it that way. That's good. Yeah, do that. Mom just says, <clears throat> he says, Aurora. Pull that sword out of, uh, out of your sheath because it's particularly good at breaking things. And as far as I know, right. a magical weapon won't won't buck and shatter no matter the weight or the strength of what it hits. Perhaps we just 
Perhaps we don't risk the hammer of all cells if this is something particularly special, but we go through with what else we've got. Her eyes go a little bit wide, bundled oh. up in this fur, and she says, What if it breaks? I, hold up just a moment, cousin. I don't know if that's let's, true, but all magical weapons being impervious, being broken. Let's make sure that there is an end to this. Uh, and he's going to go back into the portions a bit, break off a branch, and give it to Unger. Uh, and he says, Unger, go up to where we think that, uh, that effect ends and just drop it from on high. And he's going to send her, like, 60 feet up above the ground. To go over and then kind of lower down a little bit in owl form and drop the branch like three feet past where they think the terminator the stays down. Yeah, she does so. The branch drops and it stays whole. So I mean, I just don't understand. Bertolt could carry us over flying, and yes, I, I didn't think there would be a problem. Well, well, the only problem is, what if we end up over there and we've got to make a hasty retreat? You know how I hate to be pinned in like that. I want, I want open air between me and the, and the, and the nearest escape route, Drosten, and if, if we, we I, I feel a lot more comfortable if we could carve ourselves there, oh. rather than be caged in. I understand. Well, could be cruel. Like, you know, the more I can see, they seem about waist height. I mean, uh, also c- crawling out from an enemy that's got us <laughs> on, a, on our heels there, cousin. Well, well no, talk- it's not good, I'll agree with that, but I mean, it's an avenue. While they're talking, Scrim's gonna do some stuff. It doesn't involve, you know, fighting. <laughs> yeah, just. Yeah, because it's gonna take a little bit, but Scrim, because the. the mel- you guys can keep talking, but he's gonna. Um, uh, Mold Earth is a, is a cantrip, it's not strong, but he wants to see if he can basically make a little bit of a trench that's not necessarily like eight feet deep kind of thing, but a couple feet of clearance that we could potentially use to not crawl, but be able to keep our heads okay. down. So, uh, you want, it's, what does it look like? So he clears off some of the snow because it targets an area of loose earth. You can instant, instantaneously excavate it if it's loose earth. So not stone. Um, move, it along, move it along the ground. This is uh, being, I described it as a beach. This is mostly sort of loose, stony, gravelly, like beaches because of, I assume, some sort of yeah. property of water and whatever other geological shit, I don't understand, uh, becomes loose shit. Um, yeah, so he can't, so that's what yeah, Eric's like, I really answer that, but I'm not yeah, going to explain it. I'm not going to get into that. I'll do something else different. Right. One thing is, he, 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 um, he's not going to be able to dig a tunnel, but he basically wants to see if he can make any progress yeah. with basically making a, a trench. What does it look like? Um, it is scrim corn. Look it like. is rough. Uh, so so scrim um, basically gets down and takes a knee and uh, and digs his fingers into uh, into into the the dirt that's in front of him. Um, and you see the ground is moving like um, like a bunch of earthworms kind of crawling. Like they're basically he's not just earthbendering the 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 earth away. <clears throat> There's definitely some critters. Working en masse to to part the the brown sea, um, and uh, is just making a really rough, messy thing to give us a little bit of a little bit of space. Parting the brown sea. A trench to crawl through. Yeah, yeah, you'll part the brown sea. Bad night. Too many. Um, couldn't. Too many good berries. And he'll now. He's not testing it. He's not going out there. I think it's got a decent. It's got a thirty foot range. Um, so he will do it as far as he can, but is waiting in the before someone. And what's the range? The range? 30 feet? That's 30 feet. Um, and five, a five foot like cube 
five foot uh, chunk at a time. Oh, he can only use five foot chunk at a time. Yeah. Per, per, no, per he's round. able to pretty easily do it. Yeah, chunk. Create a five foot like, yeah. like uh, what do you call it? A trench. Trench. Yeah. Five foot little trench. Yeah. And if he continues to do that, he can do more. So he'll he'll do that. Uh, as you're working on that, Mox says, Ah, he says rather than throwing a shatter spike or anything more valuable, and he pulls out one of his magical arrows. Ah. So has, and he just goes in a point blank, just fires into one of the. The uh, the uh, the strands to see if he's gonna split an arrow in two and become a legend, or if uh, he'll actually break this thing and make some progress. Um, roll a. Is like he's going real back. close so that he's gonna hit? He's it. gonna go point blank again. Uh, roll a dexterity saving throw. Natural nineteen, so that's uh, twenty-one. Nice. You only lose one light. nose. <laughs> That would be, uh, uh, nine damage, Ooh. so it will be down to four, because okay. you, fa- you su- succeeded at your save. Okay. Um, uh, an explosion of energy forms out from, uh, where the arrow struck, and it, and it, like, threatens to throw Mock back, but he, like, gets his, he was prepared. He, he, he was, knew like, he was taking a risk. He knew he was preparing a risk, so as the, like, as the blast hits, he's, like, his reflexes to protect himself yeah. and keep his footing, like, get in. Gets a little, like, scorch, and, uh... The uh, armor ate most of it. The armor ate most of it, and he's still standing in a little, a little cleared Ooh. area of snow right, bef- right below where it hit. is like, there, clearly, like, energy just blasted out from it. Not a big one. He, uh, let's go, uh, a long, deep, a long kind of breath, and he says, uh, keep digging, Scrim. Uh... <laughs> Uh, once, but when he takes a moment to concentrate on the strand, it seems that that strand is is gone. Oh, and oh. so too is the arrow. So too is the arrow. As, um, and so too are four of his hit points. Yeah, <laughs> which he also likes. As Scrimcorn is clearing that trench, Drusen is going to summon an unseen servant. Yeah, she hasn't done in a while. Takes out the sarcophagus piece. And calls upon the elven spirit. Poor guy. I know. This is, he decided to worship a red dragon. Uh, <laughs> ah, uh, and he's gonna give the unseen servant another branch. And he is going to uh, command the unseen servant to walk, uh, you know, bent over safely so he's all the way in the tunnel or in the trench. He's kind of ducked down in the trench that his unseen head is not up in yep. the things. And holding. He's like, I assume he's doing what I told him to do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and holding the branch. Oh, he's holding so the that branch. We right. can see this branch going in. Is he so holding the branch cousin. above his head? No, no, no. At like. At the same at his level. Right. Okay, yeah. And he says, I'll we'll just see if it's safe in there. As the uh, unseen servant is walking <laughs> back and forth as. as uh, scrim, like another five foot chunk. Yeah. <laughs> Just like falls into another trench. I imagine it sort of like disappears pretty quickly. Like well, it's there the and it's sort of like it's probably like yeah. kicking up and out. I imagine. Is it kicking oh, up and out? Yeah, he's he's kind of pushing it to the, the side. Board, so there's a little bit. Oh, of you're game. pushing. I was <laughs> I was imagining it like here. falls down into like as if it was liquid and just poof, like falls down. It. Oh no, it's less. Uh, it is less. That would be more wizardy. Ar- arcanely magic, yeah. It yeah. is, it is. Um, this is more scrimping. It's a little ticks, more gross. It's yeah. ticks and rats and earthworms um, basically yeah, I, just I pushing the air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I missed that. So yeah, as they, as they continue to push each one, uh, this, the Unseen Servant walks back and forth like in a game of lemmings. Uh, and there's the the branch stays whole and moving back and forth. Lemmings. And then another five feet moves down as it's more the dirt gets pushed aside and it gets there. And well, we can fly over, we can duck under, 
seems like we have a pretty good plan. And Mark kind of like uh, does himself out. He says, then if, if we need to break our way through, uh, Hammer of All Souls can do the job, but don't get too close to those strands as they're popping. Mm. Aye. Uh, that being said now, are we pushing on, or are we <laughs> taking the knife to prepare more spells? Well, it depends on where we're going to fight this feisty sprite. Over the water? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's where it... He's looking over the water. He's seeing a whole bunch of swirling clouds of white stuff. I assume it's there? Awesome. <laughs> so too close. Maybe this will be the time to retreat, take the night, and then be able to take our fight on top of the water. I'd prefer not to do fight while swimming. Do you have anything you helped us before with some of your arcane inky tricks? <laughs> Uh, I think that I think he swapped his spells out. Well, yeah, since he, then, do you still have he, that one? He can answer. It was like I swapped out some spells before I knew that you were not supposed to swap out spells. <laughs> so I, uh, <laughs> uh, I don't have true. anything Dan, James super awful with utility unless we want to make it dark sphere. <laughs> oh yeah. Or uh, but then yeah, I can teleport if we need to get somewhere. So I mean, teleporting could definitely come in handy. Uh, I can wh- spider climb that actually, but that doesn't. Well, no, I mean, like, yeah, teleport's super valuable if you get from one side to the other quickly. I think. So. I mean, uh. Are we going up there or are we taking the night? Well, do we want. He's the only. The only people that have to be up close required. I can throw him. I would say would be Aurora because even you have your bow. Ideally, we would restrain the creature closer to us, which I'm interested in doing. Um. You'll have I mean, to see if I get there first. If we if we have at least one person who can fly and a couple people trying to restrain this Well, thing. I'll leave it to those who are going to be fighting on the ground. Do you want to be able to swim and wait till tomorrow, or do you want to do it today and just take it as luck is? Looking at Bearjaw, Aurora, and Mock. And possibly Scrimcorn. I don't know. Tristan votes for camping overnight. I hate to turn, it's going to be dangerous. I hate to turn back when we really don't know what we're turning back from. I feel like a boy could go under the tunnel and see a bit farther and then teleport out if he needs to. Just know a little bit more about what we're waiting to face tomorrow. It is I that we knew, we had a better <coughs> idea of what to expect with the dragon that we fought. Are you willing to do that, little thing? Go a bit further. Oh, yes. <laughs> can you can your trenching get to the other side? How how, yeah, how much beach do we got to cover? I think you were saying it was like fifteen feet of, of strands. Uh, yeah, I think I said fifteen or twenty. So I carved a call fifteen feet. So I carved let's say five feet extra on each side. So that's twenty five foot of of trench. Is so it a cantrip that does your thing? It's a cantrip that goes thirty feet. Oh, so you can just do that. Actually, it's it's not a lot at once, but it took you a while, but you were yeah. able to do it. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, one every six seconds, which is yeah. pretty good for digging five foot holes. Yeah, but I say it's actually the most I've ever used this thing, so. Yeah. Super pumped! I right, had that for six bucks. Um, I made some rough terrain one time. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, he um, goes through his made it, and he says, should. By, by all rights, we should all be able to go through there. I mean, my, my concern is it is dangerous, and we don't know what it's going to be like, but. 
Do you think you can get some eyes on it and get a better sense of it? But we'll all be ready to fight because if I were a wind sprite, I would not let a bunch of juicy prey <laughs> flee after getting a good look at me um, if they looked ready to fight. I don't know if you look very delicious to a wind sprite. <coughs> Depends on the You're cool, the then. You wanna go take a look or no? I'll take a look. It's the only way we're gonna know if it's uh, safe up ahead, so. And you can get back in a jiffy, you're saying. I can teleport, yeah. All right. I can get back here. Very good. We'll be here on the other side where it's safe while you go out in the danger alone. (laughs) Oil vein. Goodbye, oil vein! He pauses for a second. (laughs) (laughs) If you. (laughs) Then he ducks into the trench. (laughs) If you can't teleport, give a shout. We'll be in. We'll be in like an split. Hello. Yeah, so oil vein proceeds to like. Uh, kind of crawl through the trench uh, and past where uh, the place where Unga dropped the uh, branch. Yeah, dropped the branch, yep. And you've been able to see the strands as well yourself. Yeah. Like, quite consciously. Do you have Snoop with you or do you leave him back at the hotel? He's got Snoop with him. He's got that. In his coat as he's crawling through this area. Yeah. Snoop is getting. I can't wait to like. A time Snoop hits the, send on Snoop hits the strand and weird when things happen. When Snoop hits the uh, strand. Snoop has been sapping our experience yeah. every one of these fights. I just feel like. Yeah, it's been an extra divide. He's getting it like. And treasure. I just been skimming out the top part. Snoop's inside like. He's kind of like. Under the belt of his robe, like he's, or you know, like he's got his uh, his in, inner layer of robe and the belt around it, and the snoot is actually just inside, kind of like a spare tire, like around. It's true. Is, is he doing that in dog form, or is he basically a spare tire now? He's like a dog form. He's like a dog, but he's in, like a like a wiener dog. That's just kind of stretched out. He was in that shape before. Yeah, he just squishes and like. <laughs> Oil vein doesn't feel like it. Well, it's like, it's normal. So, Oil vein, you're able to to, to sort of duck through the trench and emerge on the other side. And, uh, you know, the wind is still kicking hard and it is cold as ever. And you can feel bits of, like, debris of, uh, like, snow or now that you're up there, like, more like a small hail. Sand. Sandy. It's cold. I don't like it. It's quite inclement. <laughs> but you have your robe of summer, is. right? Yeah. Oh yeah. So He's you're like, actually like really nice quite comfortable He's underneath. Like, you can feel it. You can feel it on your like cheek when it hits, but it doesn't. It doesn't cause coldness to to go into your body. It's weird. Like you can take snow because this is a magical effect. You can take snow and smear it on your face, and it doesn't risk like That's causing true. hypothermia. That's a trick. Could boil water. Yeah, because the, the 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 robe is not just, just a warm robe; it is a contest. magical robe that keeps dying with the headaches. And just like powering through. <laughs> <laughs> Another Sunday. With Lord of Love. That oh, 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 pretty good. I think you better yes, be done. Oh, don't even have that enough. Exactly. That Tax. indicates it's safe to keep going forward. Like, it, I don't Does know. he see anything that indicates it would be safe? <laughs> uh, yeah, is there a, a like a sign that says, "Don't worry, it doesn't don't get any worse." Oh, after you summon it. What does he? Well, I mean, he, he uh, sees yeah. this. He, like, visibility gets considerably worse as you uh, basically as the threshold of the lake goes. It's a, it's more like a not quite a wall. 
You could see in there, but visibility would probably be five feet inside inside this sort of uh, uh, maelstrom. I'm sure there's a name for it. Maelstrom of, of snow and ice and hail. Hail. Yes, hail is ice. Hail is very big ice. Hail is just ice that is flying through the air. <laughs> yeah. Very ice. small ice. rocks. Ice. Very small uh, rocks. <laughs> oil vein uh, kind of uh, slowly inches forward. All right. Just, uh, As uh, oil vein slowly inches forward, fighting against the wind there, he just feels more the same. He gets right up to the uh, the, the water's edge, shore, and uh, yeah, it's not like it's, it's not like it's a line line and that is thick. It's but it's a but it's a quick gradient to being much thicker <coughs> over the water. Uh, let's see. He shouts back to the uh, get assembled to party. The, the party. It's like, it's all right so far, but uh, you guys can barely hear him, but you can hear him. It's all right so far. <laughs> Any sign of sprites? Uh, nothing yet. It's just a lot of feistiness. There's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of feist, uh, general feistiness. <laughs> general, 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 general feistiness. Um, so he, uh... Like, mock, mock, je- like gestures up the river, or like down, or like, what about around the river? Don't go too far. Uh, yeah. Or, or around the lake. Like, does he see anything... Yeah, does oil vein see anything kind of for, uh, along the shore? Or As a oil vein looks left. right and left, or east and west, depending on how you define it, along down the uh, shore bank here, seems more of the same. Maybe we should all go then. Just a big roiling Which means we're gonna need some water. Is there yeah. are there any rocks nearby where oil vein like that you could grab, or some kind of like solid object? Um, yeah, yeah. There's, there's stones. There's different bits of features on, the, like, like any sort of natural is this uh, a sandy lake, uh, lake edge, edge or rocky it is lake. A, edge? It is now a, a sandy or and somewhat gravelly, gravelly and sandy uh, lake edge around here um, being kicked up. Perhaps the, uh, perhaps this would have been originally more solid stone, but the, but this. This roiling tempest would have just just has obliterated what was once here. There's, so there's little bits where you can find like a larger stone that is like even like rolling a bit, sort of in the direction in this in this counterclockwise direction of the wind. Uh, and you uh, you know you can assume that this has sort of been obliterated into into sand and gravel. He's gonna take a decent sized uh, stone. Mm-hmm. Uh, He's gonna chuck it into the water. So. Just like chuck it like straight down into the water. Uh, or either, well, he can try. Yeah, he might try to skip it. He tries to skip it <laughs> forward, and it and it it skips successfully. Skip, skip, and lands and like disappears. Fifteen feet forward, he can't see at all, and the it just goes into the water, and nothing else happens. Okay. Um. Hmm. Yeah. He's uh, gonna he's gonna step a bit forward. And Get closer to the water. Dip a toe. He's gonna dip a toe in the water. Dip. Dip. Dip it good. Um. Dip a uh, toe in the water and it is cold water. But that's all it is. But again, because you've got the rope, you feel like you could dip your foot in there for quite a while. And, uh, you can tell that, like, it would cause frostbite if someone were to, like, hold their foot in there. Well, Elvain's got the magical protection of the Cloak of Summer. You can trick us all. <laughs> it's perfectly warm. Water's fine, guys. Let's go. That's what he jump in. So he can tell it's cold. He just knows it doesn't yeah. feel yeah. It just doesn't bother him. 
Um, Alright, if you guys... Uh, if you want to come closer, I think it's alright. <laughs> That's... Mog looks to Baron and Drewston <laughs> and he says... Is that something Baron What? What say you? <laughs> Might as well go take another closer look. I mean, if we're calling it quits, looking around another hour is not going to make a difference. Right now. I'm nervous about something can control the wind. It can blow us into that terrible water. Or into the tethers. Aye. Would it may be better to have water walk prepared? Well, I mean, agreed. We're not... We're just going to go to the water's edge where he is and see if he knows anything. And then we're probably going to sit there and say, we're probably going to have to go in the water. And we're going to... Guess we'll come back tomorrow. But we can go walk down and do that then. All right, Colton. <laughs> All right, after some negotiation, each of you ducks underneath these strands. We get the oil man back on the line once once we arrive at him. Yeah. Untether himself. Oh yeah, untether. Yeah, you get back. Uh, Get back on up there, and you see yeah. the same thing oil vein does. You know, you safely cross the uh, strands and get up to the edge here, and that's when you see your Aurora say, Is this what all your adventures are like? Mostly. There's <laughs> a lot of uncertainty in the adventure. Yeah. He says, This is very exciting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's right with excitement. A lot of groping in the dark, hoping something doesn't bite your hand off. I feel like we could die at any moment. That's about right. (laughs) I'm so excited. That's the wrong emotion. (laughs) (laughs) for the group. I just got to think hard on that. (laughs) So I will say, uh, I I know you don't have to duck to walk under something that's five foot. No, I don't think I do. None of the dwarves. Baron ducks anyway. Alright, but now that some of us with a very good Passive perception around here. <laughs> Looking around. You see more of the same. Snow, okay. ice, hail, swirling around, water. <clears throat> Nothing that you might call a sprite. Uh, easily identifiable. How do Hello, we... sprite! Can we detect any ma- or Oh yeah. Your voice disappears into the roiling tempest. Uh, I will say, uh, give me ten minutes, and I'll do detect magic as a ritual. So it is a nice place to spend a oh, nice ten uh, minutes. Uh, Never mind. Say. I have it prepared as a spell, so I just cast it. All right. What does it do? Uh, what is your spell? For the duration, you sense presence of magic within thirty feet of you. If you sense magic in this way, you can use your action to see a faint aura around any visible creature or object in the area that bears magic. 30 feet of me, I can see if there's magic. Yeah, um, Jerusalem can tell if this is a magical storm. That, uh, uh-huh. shocking nobody. Mox says, Mox says, um, but, okay, but here's, no here's what Jerusalem can sense. This is, this storm is, is sort of magically sustained. Yeah. But what Jerusalem senses is that it is a um, does he get the type of the type of magic? Yeah, if I focus on it. If he can focus. So focus. What Drewston senses is that this isn't just this is more than some enchantment put on there. This is the this is the um, this is the natural effect of some sort of powerful elemental being yeah. that is uh, that is in the area. This is this is equivalent to the uh, to the decay of a dragon's uh, uh, you know for miles in the in in the range of a dragon's aura or a dragon's lair. Uh, this is equivalent to uh, well, that's the only actual analogy I can come up yeah. with on the moment. No. But it's uh, it's that sort of thing. He doesn't get the feeling that this is a uh, you know this is sort of a 
a spell put yeah. here. It is much more a sort of natural consequence of the presence of, and as, as Drusen sort of concentrates on it, you know, powerful, powerful being. Oh, shit. Fox says, can we use the teapot to suck all this wind up? Oh, I think the teapot needs to be used here. It's a weakened elemental. He says, wasn't it supposed to be some unlimited kettle of eating I, all the elements? I could try. And he takes out the teapot and holds it to the winds. Aloft. Winds, I command ye into the teapot. It is tea time. <laughs> Saying the command word. I can imagine no better scene demonstrating that he is definitely pouring his will into <laughs> the teapot. Um, is there any effect? And yet, as he holds it high and he shouts this, nothing happens that anyone can discern. He turns to the others and says, Nay! It's broken! I was hoping it was that easy. I never understand this magic one way or the other. I should say that Drustin, Drustin can, can feel just the slightest pulse from the yeah. teapot. Like, he can tell that the command, that the, like, the object responded to the command word. It's just. If there had been a weakened element, it's just not. It could have worked. And, and this thing is this thing is powerful, yeah. and as you've come to know about powerful magic, it, that means it's also precise. There's yeah. not, it doesn't really, it doesn't do some big clumsy thing. You can just feel the slightest bit of it, almost like it checking and then stopping. I think Scream. we'll have to find the sprite itself. Scream looks to Aurora and says, "It's never that easy." <laughs> <laughs> well, sounds like we're gonna go make camp and uh, come back tomorrow with uh, a couple blessings of water rock prepared. As was my suspicion. Unless somebody has a better idea of how to proceed. I'll give it the potion. Like I said. I think that's a wise idea. You're okay with the potion? I'm keeping that potion. I'm keeping the potion either way. Oh, I see. I see. (laughs) You're saying. Alright. I don't feel like swimming. So the group retreats through the trench back into the tree line. And, uh, I mean, you'd have to go pretty far to yeah. escape the cold winds. Are you we'll going go far, or are you just going to set up solid, uh, I, solid... I think we should get out of the cold winds. I prefer yeah. it. Yeah. How long are you going to hike? Like two Until hours. Until it stops being absolutely miserable. All right, about two hours. It changes from being absolutely miserable to just miserable. Yep. <laughs> Normal, miserable winter weather. Normal, miserable winter weather. And find a nice uh, spot to camp and uh, set, up your, uh, set up your camps that you've been accustomed to. Aurora did not come prepared for an overnight journey. Um, she's got a pack and she's got some basic stuff, and she does have a bedroll. Uh, but she, she says, "But she says I'm not. I did not come prepared for a snow camping for a snow camping expedition." She says, "Is it possible that I could share a uh, share a accommodations and share my tree?" I mean, does anyone else set up? This is cold camping. Does anyone set up structures? You just sleep above the ground. Snow camping. Pile up, pile up. Uh, look, build a little snow cave. Not that hard. I yeah. mean, uh, Scrimcorn can make us as many snow caves as he wants. Uh, as dirt, he wants. Dirt caves. Clear. <laughs> and she says this as she's like <laughs> getting out her bedroll and stuff, and then she sees that no one else is setting up tents other than Juice. Yeah. And, Juice and then she says, right. "Oh, I guess. Okay then." And uh, she starts like just setting up her little spot. 
clearing the snow out of the area. Yeah. Is she just Pretty imitating soon. us? Like, is she just kind of watching what someone does? No, no. She she sets up she sets way? up her bedroll and like clears the snow with a fairly practiced hand. Uh, you're surprised to see. I am surprised. Um, or perhaps surprised to see. Like when she was fighting Bearjaw in the, in the street, there was like, oh, she, this isn't like. She's practiced once a weekend for the past year. This was like, she's been doing this for a while. Like, she she's hasn't seen real combat. And you can see that in her clothes and in, and in you know, and in the way she takes in sort of this, this real violence. But, uh, but she's put the time in. Like, this has been, this is clearly more than a passing fantasy. You see a passion here and you see a, and you see a, a level of, of sort of knowledge, a studious, academic knowledge. Well, and it's, it's like a lot of reps in the dojo. Right? Yeah. Like, like again, tons of sparring and yeah, and good fundamentals. Yeah, and it's and it's when those fundamentals re- meet reality is where you're seeing just slight stumbles, and these aren't surprising oh, yeah. to you. It's the same thing you would face yourself. When you're in the dojo, you can't drive the blade home. You're not trying to hurt the person. Yeah. In the end. So you're 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 as you've been watching her throughout the day because you did bring her along to specifically observe her. Uh, you're seeing a little bit of those things, but but you're seeing the you're seeing the practice and you're seeing the the hours put in. And, and oh, yes. not... uh, Aurora, did you journey much with your father? A uh, man with uh, merchandise like that would be sought at least in the the, the region. Uh, what travels do you have on his errand or otherwise? She says, I was born in Silvery Moon, uh, uh, and so I missed his glory days of being in the Dwarven Holds and, uh, and fighting in the armies. She says, that being said, I've accompanied him on some of his uh, uh, trade expeditions. I've visited Mithra Hall a couple times. Uh, but, uh, says, oh, but his business is, he says, his business is good enough that he doesn't have to put himself in harm's way. Is, uh, so he first, says, it does not afford me much chance for true adventure. Not the first night under the stars, but sounds like not a regular affair. As Mark continues to shovel up a big pile of snow, which is hollow out. He says, aye, and he chooses not to travel in the winter since he can choose when he wants to. He says, uh, as would I. Jason <laughs> <laughs> set up his tent and he sees Aurora kind of looking cold. He's looks for a while and he goes, Aurora, if you truly feel cold, you can sleep in my tent. It holds two. They definitely she, she, she stands up and look like. she stands up and she says, I appreciate the offer, Dristin, but he says, but if, uh, if sleeping under the stars is good enough for everyone else. All right, well, good night then. And he, he, he goes, he goes, he goes, he goes, he like looks around a little bit and says, okay, and climbs back into her bedroom. Drusen needs his Drusen time. <laughs> it's military. He's like, got his beauty mask on. Walk basically again, he just piles up a huge pile of loose snow and packs it down and then hollows it out. Big enough that he can put his whole body in there, except for his head, so he can breathe. And around his head, he has like a little wall, so the wind doesn't hit it. But he basically just looks like a huge snowman on the ground with a tiny little dwarf head. Yeah, it's like a snow sarcophagus. It is. Uh, yeah, eat some cold rations. Not good berries tonight. We're not that far away from civilization. <laughs> He uh, brought one pack of gear and one pack of food. He filled up his own ale reserves again. So, 
He's got something tasty to, to drink and then off to bed. That's right, because they had good Dwarven Ale oh, Silver and Moon. On tap, and in the yeah. Golden Oak especially. Shed a few tears from that beautiful draught. Baron requests uh, some earth molding prowess from Scrimgorn to, I don't know, make a nice spot where he can... He sees him doing all this snow packing, he's like, uh, that, that, I wouldn't have thought of that. Nice. Mox's doing it by hand, and, Mox, and Baron is like, Scrimgorn, I just saw you cast that spell 12 times ago, it's nothing. <laughs> Moves a little boulders without the mold. Moves a little patch and it says, "And the worms that moved it are still there." I don't. So you know. <laughs> looks looks fine. Just just out no, of the surface. It's an evolution of Scrim's ability to coexist with this group that he would even let Baron know that that is the case. Like it shows a level of emotional of awareness. Some of you are bothered by this. That he would yeah. even think to mention it. Baron, you know, the night's it's not that late yet. He's just going to give him some time. <laughs> However, in return for that favor, he did dig up some anthrax, which is going to kill the population of Silver Moon. That's the chest. Go out there. So it's, uh, a, it's a different. Uh, <laughs> all right. So the other. group uh, camps for the night. A uh, activity that you are well practiced at. We don't need to get into much more detail about. You awake in the morning, just before sunrise for the early risers, and just as sunrises for everyone else. Breaks camp. Aurora rises early. Uh, not surprising that she would be the daughter of a man who is uh, pretty strict about. Does it time. walks the entire like perimeter of Silvery Moon or something? What is it? Yeah, at works. four AM before he opens his shop? That was That's how he stays. He goes on a jog. Yeah, he goes on a jog. He said a jog. I'm not a guard. He like he's like knows all the guards. He's like, I'm not a guard, I just you know, I'm not here with you guys. And uh she is up well before you know, Mach is one of the earliest risers and Aurora's rising at the same time. She goes and gets up. And she takes a shadow spike and she just starts sparring against a, against a tree. She's How does like, that go? She's doing footwork. <laughs> yeah. uh, she's doing footwork and striking. Well, she's not striking with the intent to break. She's just doing uh, she's doing some uh, some moves. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like she doesn't know how to use it. She doesn't. She's a bit more clumsy with the two with the two hander. No, that's because um, she's not breaking things. Yeah, she's not breaking. Oh, I see. Yeah, that's true. Bear just like the way Bearjaw spars is to explode all the trees. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, like it, it's all you know. Drive it home. Like, don't fuck around. <laughs> uh, Markets gets himself up, gets a little coffee brewing, sets to cleaning some gems, watches the roar a little bit. You know, getting getting his his uh, mind ready for the day. Thinking a little bit about a truly a truly devilish challenge before them. That those strands were something else. And uh, it is before long that the group is broken camp and ready to head out. Baron sits yeah. for a while, uh, sort of. Communing with his uh, with his god and preparing for the day before him, Drusen, probably in his tent before he comes out, uh, making sure that the just the right spells are uh, uh, are ready in his mind. And uh, well, he doesn't ready spells, huh? He has a fixed set of spells every day. Yeah. And uh, and the group heads heads out and returns to the roiling tempest and the mana strands, the trench still there, still dug. 
just slightly eroded. I mean, the, the amount of wind blasting it has caused like some of it to uh, uh, some of the like dirt to fall inwards. There's still, he made it ex double wide. There's there's plenty of room to travel through. But you can see with the amount, like after a week, this would be not totally safely passable. And after a month, you probably wouldn't even be able to see it anymore. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and so we Baron says, let's get as close as we can. Shoreline is both like yesterday, and we'll do it there. Yeah, so the group uh, heads on up, passing through, uh, passing through the trench, standing before the, the 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 lake's edge, and seeing this roiling tempest before them. We'll continue next week. All right, I'll see you guys in three weeks. Enjoy that trip, man. Houston stays back in the city. Yeah, yeah. Our side of the world. Yeah, I will have my cell phone off for Australian two weeks. Museum. Well, cool. Yeah. The Australian yeah, Museum. Australian so, Museum. Yeah. Cool. so I won't even know on Slack which your characters died. Let us know, though, what right. spells you prepared before you go off. Yeah, exactly. We may oh, you actually do need to know that. Yeah. Yeah. We may need well, to that. yeah, I'll make sure my character sheet is updated. It's probably the ones that are just on there right now. Yeah. Is, you are you are the skeleton key. You are Mr. Utility, yeah, and yeah. we may be drawn deep from that world. Feel free to use those. And we, the main that we won that we wanted was Water Walk. Yeah, it's prepped, which is also a ritual spell. Yeah, which I can cast as a ritual. Oh. Yeah.